called Twin Grooming Company. Uh, they sent us a little package. Appreciate it. Um, if you go to their website, well, link in the description, um, and use the promo code LEGENDARY, you get a discount on all their products if you'd like to try them with me. Um, again, we have a giant beard. All these products are pretty uh, important to keep it smelling good and clean and all that. And I think that's just what these are. We got uh, some beard oil right here. Nice. Some of their beard oil. I appreciate it, guys. Um, ooh, that's a good smell, too. That one right there is, smells pretty great. You gave me a bunch of stickers and stuff. I appreciate you guys. I'll put on something cool. A little handwritten note. I hope you enjoy, brother. Appreciate that, obviously. Um, two of scents we have here. Not the, without even opening them. Yeah, that's like a soap, like a clean, like soap smell. Like if you like that fresh smell on your beard. And then, um, it's this one right here. Ooh, that one's good too. That one just smells good. So, Wild Schwinn Grooming Company, uh, promo code LEGENDARY. Uh, try it yourself. I mean, don't take my uh, word. Just try it yourself, and that's the only way you're gonna find out if it's awesome or not. So, uh, thank you. What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Good, man. We're uh, doing decent, man. I'm trying to figure out how the, how the internet works. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a complicated bitch, the internet. Yeah, I feel like it's easier right now trying to figure it all out. We already have people watching. How you guys doing? Like, thanks for watching. Uh, you know, we have a big episode of the other, uh, a couple of things. Uh, uh, we, we have a producer now. He doesn't, want, he doesn't want to be on screen right now, though. So uh, you just have to take our word for it. Where we have a, oh, he does. Okay. Cody's producing the show now. We got uh, Sean and I talking about ourselves nonstop and promoting things. We have a producer uh, to put it all together for us. And uh, so that's cool. And then, um, yeah. you know, also in crazy news, uh, we have a huge guest. That's probably why you're here. Um, they haven't. Uh, uh, haven't done shows in about 10 years so this is getting this is kind of crazy like they have a new album coming out in september uh it's a band uh, named taproot and uh we have the bass player film uh, with us how you doing there i am hey guys what's up bro what's up man how you doing i'm good I had to get a refill of my milk <laughs> <laughs> it's in the yeah yeah dude we're uh ramping the machine back up it's been dormant for Apparently far too long. People have been eagerly awaiting, and we had no idea. <laughs> no, it's crazy because we, we had you on a couple Dude, of weeks ago. It seems like uh, since... Oh, good. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, I think the same thing you were about to say, which is, you know, we had you on uh, a little while back, and, and I think you only had, like, one show scheduled at that time, and we were having audio issues at that time, too, so we figured it'd be great to have you back on and be able to actually hear you, and, and you guys have, like, so much other shit you've announced since then too so you know good yeah right talk about it all yeah it is funny thinking about that last time i was on because we only had the one show and my plan was you know and that's not till well, it's september right we're gonna play the one show in september 
yeah. and then see how we feel afterwards and maybe do something else. Right. Like right. we'll just see how we feel. And then, um, I talked to our, you know, our mutual friend, Tom Hazart. Uh, he asked me if I wanted to do some skateboards, like some taproot skateboards, cause he was working for a skateboard company. He had quit the mu music industry. I'd essentially quit the music industry. Um, I told Steve to get a, a new bass player many a times. <laughs> And, uh, and you know, then what we had the one show, I was like, okay, one show, whatever. And through talking to Tom, he was like, you know, he showed me the skateboards. We worked on a couple of those. And he was like, well, we also do merch. And I'm like, what do I have to do? <laughs> nothing. And I'm like, perfect. <laughs> you know, like nothing. Me having to do nothing for merch is perfect. So, just, um, they, so they're, they're printing, shipping, everything, right? Yeah. They do everything. They even, you know, I'm, you know, we've talked about designs, but essentially he's designing everything. And I just go, yeah, that looks great. Good job. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, even kind of. My mom is like, "Yeah, good enough. You know, cool." No, <laughs> no, he does good stuff anyway. And then, um, and then we were talking about you know music and what we were doing with it. And I'm like, "Well, Steve's working on a record." And then all of a sudden, we like we he happened to watch Steve on one of his Instagram lives, and Steve had said he's probably going to release it soon, maybe on Facebook or something. And Tom was like, called me. He's like, "Dude." We cannot let Steve just release this thing on his own. Like, like way he's going to do it, there's no way. Right. We got to shop this thing around. We got to we got to do something with this. And I'm like, all right, what do you want to do? He's like, well, you know, I used to do labels and all that. And I'm like, if you're interested, man, we can make something work. And you feel you can do something with it. And he was, you know, we talked a lot about it and talked to Steve. We got on, a, you know, one of these stream yards with Steve and just talked about it. And Steve was down to do whatever because he didn't really have any, you know, Plan. plan per se yeah right and and tom had all the plans i mean tom's been in this industry as you know for like you know as long as we longer than we have dude i remember in when i was growing up in in hollywood as a teenager going to shows um on the sunset strip or like at the palladium or whatever in la i mean he he was running golden voice promotions back then which was like the big promotional company putting on all the best rock shows. And I mean, that was when I was yeah. like 15 or something like that. Right. And I'm 41 now. So yeah, yeah, he's been in the industry a long ass time. <laughs> exactly. And he knows everybody knows him. He knows everybody, um, you know, but he had kind of quit the music industry and, you know, Taproot brought him and me back into it. And now we're full bore. We got, you know, um, so yeah, after talking to him, all of a sudden we've got a, a he's like, we got to do a release date. We're going to do it this year. When are we going to do it? When we just kind of, figured it out and we planned for a September release. And then we talked to the machine shop to see when they were open for some shows. And, you know, I, I, you know, uh, messaged Kevin and said, Hey dude, you know, we're looking to do an album release party. Let's plan for a Friday. If, if, and when it sells out, we'll add a Saturday. And he was all, obviously all about it. He asked me what ticket prices were. I told him what ticket prices were like, what I want. Cause I don't, I, I never want to go crazy. Like, Oh, $50 a ticket, whatever, you know? So we kept it reasonable. I looked what other people were charging and, 25 bucks a ticket and they went on sale and we sold out the first night in like 30 minutes and sold out the second night in another 30 minutes. And it was, it was like, Oh wow. People are actually really, really interested in us still, you know? And after being, you know, being off the scene for so long, we just weren't sure what it was going to be like, you know? Absolutely. And, and so it's really, I mean, it feels really good to know our fans are out. We knew our fans were out there. We, you know, we, like you, we have our fans that we always, you know, that always comment. We always see, you know what I mean? Um, 
and they, you know, they'll, they'll always be there. Right. So we, we, we're not sure how big that fan base is, but then, uh, yeah, this has been overwhelming and amazing. And, you know, even Steve's excited and it's hard to get Steve excited. <laughs> right. So it's really cool. We got our original drummer, Jared, back in the mix. Um, we got uh, Taylor Roberts on guitar, who we're, we're all been friends with for years. Um, you know, guitar player's got his own band, Riding With Killers. Um, he sings and plays guitar in that band. He'll be, you know, he'll be cool. I think he'll be doing harmonies with uh, Jared and Steve when uh, we're playing live. Three I mean, we got, Yeah, I think so. We're going to try for it, man. That, we're going to try for cool. it. You guys, I mean, you, your music is you know, so loaded with harmonies, it yeah. really be a cool thing to, to pull all that off live if possible. Yeah. That's what we're hoping for, man. And I mean, it's just like, it's probably the best version of Taproot. We, you know, like as far as being able to pull it off live and do some of that stuff that we, you know, kind of were lacking before, cause I can't sing. Yeah. I can't do harmonies. <laughs> um, you know, Mike couldn't do harmonies and Jared, you know, Jared could, 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 but you know, Jared, you know, thanks to family and all that stuff. He hasn't been in the band since 2007, 2008, you know? Right. So for him to come back and, you know, it's just weekend stuff. It's no big tours. I don't have time. I got, we, you know, I've got a real job. We've all got jobs. We've all got lives. We've all got kids. So being able to do this stuff and just do weekends, weekend warrior stuff. And, you know, just, you know, we're trying to hit all the places we can. So it's cool. Yeah. Album release, um, you know, September 29th, a uh, new album scissors comes out. We're releasing a song. I, our, we released our first song on April 1st. Um, that was Steve's little, inside joke he likes to do things like that <laughs> and uh and i mean i was worried because you know i mean as you know anytime you put out new music it's like what are people gonna say yeah you know and for us it's been forever i mean it's been our last album was 2012 so we're we're 11 years from our last album and what are people gonna think of the new music and especially when you only get one song you know what's this one song gonna you know and the the response was amazing um you know awesome. no negativity no negativity yet I've, i'm shocked i don't think even in our in our prime like we've never had no negativity for, for any release yeah negativity is just like a, a given when you do this for a living i mean you put your shit out there yeah. for the world to to look at and you can guarantee there's going to be a couple of people that are just like fuck you you're awful you suck <laughs> you know you just expect it. So if you get none of that, that's always. Good. I literally, I mean, I literally have not seen. I'm again, I'm not on social media as much as um, I used to be and stuff. But still, I, I look. I'm curious. What are people thinking of it? Not a single bad word about it yet. And you know, I mean, I'm sure that won't last. But it's neat to see. You know, we have it's a much more positive vibe right now in the music industry or something. I I, I think I kind of attribute it. I don't know how you feel about it. You've been in it long. You know, kind of this this whole time, but um the whole COVID and having to sit at home and not see, you know, where, where there was a potential for, wow, I can't see concerts anymore. Right. I think kind of changed people's perspectives on what concerts are for us. You know, they're not just a luxury, they're a necessity, you know, it's right. seeing, seeing live show, live music. It's not the same watching it on, on, on your, you know, on your phone or your TV or whatever. It's just not the same, man. I mean, yeah, you, dude, so many people during that time period were doing those live, streams and i mean and we had a bunch of people you know writing me and saying hey you guys should do one of these and i'm just like fucking why like Dude, just watch, watch, a, watch a youtube video of us playing a show somewhere it's not like yeah. you can recreate that kick drum thumping your chest cavity you know what i mean it's like 
there's no there's no cre- recreating that so why even try yeah and being around the people you know what i mean the energy of the people around you when 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 they're playing your favorite song and you're singing together and you have that yeah that energy you know yeah. and you're looking trying to you know ca- like just the whole thing is just uh, you know we love live music and you know we i think for a while there we were kind of taking it for granted because it was just so easy to see it Agreed. you know and then when yeah. it disappeared like really disappeared it's like oh you know, like it's like the difference of when you play like, you know, New York City as opposed to some like sea market in the hockey, yeah. you know, yep. you, the New York City people are like every fucking band in the world is coming every night here. Yeah. So I don't, I don't even care. I don't even want to be here or at least I'm going to act like I don't want to be here. And then you go play the sea the, the market in Kentucky and everyone's just amped and excited and appreciative. I, th- I think you're right. There's an, an element of that time period re-reminded people that, you know, this is something that they need. It's important. And, uh, yeah. th- there is an enthusiasm. I feel yeah. like, you know, uh, post the luster, the luster has been brought back to live shows. Right. A little bit. Yeah. That was a hard time not being able to go out and see music live. Like you were saying and feel it. That was tough. Yeah. And uh, I had kids during all that time, so I'm still not getting to all the shows that I want <laughs> right. to go. And, yeah, you're not yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, kids, kids take priority for sure. But yeah, when you get when yeah, you can go out, go they'll out, be man. old enough That's soon, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It There's goes by quick. Going on in St. Louis, so. Yeah, yeah, you guys have lots of, you know, they're little, of, and then they're like talking back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Soon enough, man. Soon enough. That's true. That's awesome, man. So, uh, no, I had a comment anything? on the on the live shows. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, have we'll you, be out there. I know, I know, we're excited to be doing a couple of shows with you guys in uh, in October. Yeah. Um, and then I think we're doing that a festival with you before that, right? In August. Are you guys on that? Um, are you guys on that? Yeah, the Northwoods Rock. Yeah, yeah. same day or no? I that that I don't know. Do you know what day you're doing it? No, nope. I never know <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> we're Saturday. You, you're Saturday. Yeah, I'll I'll have to ask, find out. <laughs> you but, should uh, probably find that out. I, I hope we're on we're on that day because that would be that would be cool. But yeah, it's one of those posters that it had too many bands, like all the band, you know, so many bands. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't notice. Like I, you know, I know, like Pop Evil's the other. Like we're headlining one night. Pop Evil's headlining the other night. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. We, we we played that we played that fest last year too, and uh, it's crazy. It's like way up in the. Uh, the, the yeah, top. it's up there corner of, of wisconsin there yeah. you got to drive off the beaten path for a few hours to get it looks like it yeah but it, it was actually pr- impressive for you know some of those smaller festivals can kind of let you down right um, th- this one this one was fun and they 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 did a good job with it and and uh you know it was good crowds and and the whole thing so i'm, I'm looking forward to it again better nice. better lineup this year too so yeah, it looks pretty solid, man. Yeah. Um, and then we're supposed to do those couple of shows with you in, in October, although one of them's a little up in the air. Yeah, it looks like we're moving it. Um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say where to yet. Um, I think we're working on the logistics, but um, sounds like we're probably moving it moving it to another venue, um, yeah. semi-nearby. But yeah, dude, that yeah. Was, 
that was wild, man. The, to, for anyone not knowing what we're talking about, um, the Apollo Theater in Belvedere had a tornado hit and basically uh, knocked in the roof uh, during, during a show. Uh, yeah, during a show with like you know Morbid Angel <laughs> and yeah. Oh shit! That's yeah, cool. who's playing? Who's playing? Morbid Angel. Um, Fitting. Blink. Yeah, that's right. probably a sign. Yeah, it's probably a sign. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were saying that, man. And that's, oh, that's, okay. just, yeah. that's just in bad taste. Come on, guys. Come on. It is, but like, tragedy's <laughs> terrible. We don't want to like dwell. I mean, it is. I get it. Yeah. It's a coping mechanism, bro. You know? I understand. You got to make jokes. Burning, 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 burning yeah, 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 I know. You have to make jokes. But um, but yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, but yeah, the footage. I mean, the, I saw, I saw the footage of it, dude. It was, it'd be freaky, man. I couldn't imagine that. Like you're just enjoying the show, all of a sudden the roof's caving in and falling on people. You know? Yeah, no, that's an it's awful wild. Thing. That's an awful thing. You like barely want to be there as a performer. You're like in Illinois. You're like, oh fuck, I'm in Illinois, and then like a tornado hits you. You're right. just like, oh god, I knew I should have stayed home. You know? It's like God rich in Bitcoin or something. You know? Right. Right. Yeah, man. It's, so like, it's crazy. Like I was, I was talking a little bit earlier. It's crazy how how much shit this is like happening to your band right now. And like you already, I mean, obviously you already had a huge band before we spoke a couple weeks ago. But like, but since then, like I've seen maybe it's because like I like focused on it more or something after I met you or something. But like, I saw like all the press. You're, you're like blown up right now, man. Like it's like crazy to see that, and it's like good to see that. I like I like seeing people do cool shit, and like I'm like just happy to see that, man. Like to be honest, <laughs> like you know, and like you're like humble. I think that's I like. That's like why a lot of people probably are drawn to it. You don't seem like a like a shitbag about it. <laughs> well, honestly, we are we are grateful. It's, it's again, we haven't done shows in forever, and I don't know how many shows we're gonna do after this. It's one of those like, you know, we're making a run for it and see how cool. it works. See how it works with family and all that stuff. Because you know, part of the reason why I wasn't touring was because you know I have kids. You know, I, I don't want to be gone months at a time if I can help it. You know, I I I, I got a regular job that you know pays the bills and. I've got to pay the bills and, you know, so just with the way I, I've built my life, this is what I, you know, I have to do at home. So, you know, but being able to do the, do the weekend warrior um, rock star thing is pretty cool. You know, I mean, it's dope and it's smart, really. I mean, I mean, you have the best of both worlds. You have like, you have like health insurance and then you got like fucking the rock stars on the weekend, you know? It's like, exactly. Are you like the only artist with health insurance right now? <laughs> Probably. That's a wonderful observation, man. It's like true. true. It's great. I mean, it's like very smart to take the best of both worlds. I think, you know? Yeah, man. And yeah. I think, you know, Phil, when you and I were talking kind of recently, I think I mentioned to you then that, uh, you know, it seems like people bitch more and more these days about, um, weekday shows right you know, it's like a, a strange thing to bitch about in my opinion as a as a fucking adult like just go to the show but um they you are have to, you don't have to get wasted and stay up late <laughs> like, right dude like just because you go to the show doesn't mean you have to drink like 20 shots of fucking <laughs> jameson you know so but your venues are like whoa 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 <laughs> <laughs> Like all you guys venues are freaking out right now. Hey, we're playing Fridays and Saturdays, so feel free. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's that's the genius of it, though, is you know, only doing those those best nights of the week. I mean, you're only gonna make everybody happy that gets to go, and ensure that you have better shows, and you know, yeah. kind of everybody wins, and you get your health insurance. So. Yeah, man, I got to keep my health insurance. <laughs> everybody wins. Yeah. Well, you're like the only dude that fills a place on a Tuesday I've ever seen in my life. I, 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 like, like it, pop, it pops like it's, it's like a fucking Tuesday there's, and there's like a shit ton of people there. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm there for some reason, even, you know, I'm just like, what, what am I doing? It pops on a fucking Tuesday or whatever. 
Like, are you, you know what I mean? Even, but, but it's like, like he somehow has it full on a fucking weekday. I'm like, I'm like, as a comedian, I wish I could do that. I mean, I, I can't, I could never convince people to see a comic show on Tuesday. I just, I feel like <laughs> I couldn't do it. I don't, it's Dude, drinking hard, like you said, like I think. We, you know, I mean, we just, I look at it as a business, you know, we go out there and, and I'm spending X amount of money per day we're out there on tour. Uh, every day that we're not playing a show, we're hemorrhaging money. So yeah. we try that's to play true. every day out the road, but that's I mean, you're blessed to be able to. I mean, that's that's killer. That's killer. You could do. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I like, like I couldn't do, if I if I fucking put a I'm doing a show on a Tuesday, nobody'd give a fuck if they wouldn't go. I'd have to do like I could do Thursdays, bro. Like Friday, Saturday, I I could kill it on comedy those days. But if I was to do a Tuesday, I, I guarantee I couldn't get it. I mean, it dude, it. we've had some rough Tuesdays, dude. We've had some rough Tuesdays. <laughs> Let me tell you. Nobody give a fuck. It'd be like me and other comics if I booked a Tuesday show. Maybe I just it'd just be me and other comics. Like no one would fucking go. Like, but I feel like yeah, no weekends are. That's where it's at too. Especially if your band's coming out of like not playing for ten years still. Like that's yeah. like a big thing. Like you're like you're like okay. Like I'm like like the attitude you're having makes it more exciting because the fans don't know what they're getting right away. Like they're like, like okay, these guys haven't played in ten years. How many shows are going to do? You you adding to it. You sold up the machine shop like how many times? Like fucking five times or something. <laughs> like, like, that's, ins- that's insane. You know what I mean? So people are excited, bro. And like, and like I think like that's exciting to see it grow and stuff. And I think it's like, I mean, that's what that's what you. I mean, that's proof their dream exists. You know, that's what everybody's just chasing. You know, they want that fucking American dream, dude. And that's what it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I mean, it took. I mean, like I said, me and Tom had many conversations about how to do this, how to do this the best way we can do it. And it really was like, it's not just for us. It's, I mean, it is for our fans. Our fans have been waiting a long time for us to come out. And I don't want to come out on a Tuesday where one of our fans might say, oh, I have to work in the morning. I can't make it, to be That's honest. Awesome. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if we're going to come to you. Tuesday. I've never seen motherfuckers yeah. fill Tuesdays. Like, Sean's only motherfucker I've seen today. Yeah. I got, I got all the artists I know. No one's filling Tuesday. I have no idea how he's pulling fucking people in the middle of a town that doesn't even have a population. Like, pop, like <laughs> you, probably, you probably play Pops, right? There's no population there. So everybody's coming from somewhere else. On a two, you know, that's fucking that's dope energy, man. Well, Pops that's is a classic cool. place, man. We've all played Pops many I times. You did. No, I had a feeling you played there too. Yeah, girl, Chage. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, that would rule. Seeing both you guys, like you guys, both out of show. That's fucking rule, man. Yeah, yeah well, we're 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 definitely playing a couple of shows in in Illinois. If you want to come out, Anthony, and, and I might have to. I'm how far is it though? How far is it from St. Louis? Like three hours or something, four hours. How far is Chicago from you? Oh fuck! Like, yeah, it depends on how fast you drive. Like, that's that's well, far. That's far. Four ish hours. Four ish hours to drive. Back. Yeah, they're all closest to Chicago, if I remember right. Like Joliet. Fuck it. Yeah, not? Joliet's no, I, I, probably I, closest. Why not? Yeah, that'd be cool to see. I've I've never seen Tapper live. I've never seen Subby interestingly. De- depending on where they reschedule that be- that Belvedere one, I guess there's a, a chance. But it sounds like you know where it is, and I don't. <laughs> it's not. It's, yeah, it's not. not gonna, it's not closer. <laughs> it's more right. north. No, Belvedere is right. north. More north of Chicago, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it is. Yeah, I'm geography down right now. You can't get much more north than than Joliet, but I mean, I guess there's like Rockford up there, and there's a couple. Well, Chicago's Chicago's like at the at the lake, so you have like those ones above it and stuff. Right, right. You gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, it's not much closer to you. I'm so far. No, I'd rather (laughs) fucking do. I just I'd fucking take it on those trains, man. You guys ever do that stuff? You ever just take the trains to your show sometimes? Like, like wherever. Like, say you have one of like, like, I don't know, I'm naming cities that are local to myself, but they're not, not related, I guess. But like, like we, we get to Kansas City, Chicago, like, super fast in the train. So, whenever you would show up there, it's like, I'd ride the train and just like, allegedly eat edibles and just like, I don't know. And I eat, <laughs> eat, <laughs> eat as much food as I can. And I just, you know, it's like, it's just like sitting there. You don't have to drive and stare at a road forever. You're like, oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever been on a train as 
like other than like a subway type deal. Okay, not like right. that. Is that mm-hmm. chills? Not banned. You can probably hype people up, dude. Like if like you're just riding and training, like a rock, a bunch of rock stars come on, dude, that'd be fucking crazy. People would be like, "What the fuck?" You probably get hella fans like that. It could be good promo. I don't know. You know, uh, we 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 track most of our music these days in St. Louis, and my my drummer lives in Chicago. He actually takes the train down from Chicago to St. Louis um, to to record a lot of the times because it's super, it's fast and inexpensive. And like oh. you said, you could eat as many alleg- allegedly uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. foods as you as you please, you know. Yeah, dude. Like I got, dude. I, I just chased the food cart one time and like got lost in the train. I was, I was like, just, I was in like three or four cars. Up. I have no idea. It's just the food cart. I'm like, I'm getting all this food. And, and I went up there and I like turned around. Like I have no idea where I sat at. You know, like and nobody knew anything either. I'm like, like I was like, you guys know where I sat at? Like, oh, oh, fuck. I had to find all my stuff. Man. Train adventures. Went to Detroit. <laughs> went to Detroit uh, for that movie on Amazon. Like I, I find, I find, I find places to work that are cheap to fly. You guys fly like New York is like two eighty eight round trip right now from St. Louis. I was looking. I'm like, what the fuck? And like, I don't want to go there, but like, I, I, if I could make money, I would. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, if you mean if they pay me, I'd go. You know, but like, I'm not gonna go. I mean, like, I'm just saying if that's good use for you guys, man. Like, is there so many bullshit things you can get on and not even spend money, like Mega Bus or something? Like. All right. So much bullshit, you guys can literally just like not spend any money, just make money. Well, yeah. see, you you have the advantage is that you don't have to bring a bunch of gear with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Fuck that. Yeah. No, you're right. No. You, do you even roll with your own mic? No. <laughs> no. Dude, if I wasn't with my wife, I would just bring my wallet and cell phone. I mean, that's that's <laughs> I would like I would like buy clothes when I got there. I'd do whatever the fuck I had to. But but like my wife makes me more responsible. Like I like plan. I have like a bus. I tour bus now. But I mean, but I, I, if without my wife, I'd just be in some cheap ass rental car, passed out, making all money. I mean, just like, just like doing some like fucking like, like a couple thousand dollars show and sleeping in a fucking car, so I don't spend any money, you know? Right. So, dude, just a suggestion here: when you use these, <laughs> you're more qualified to be a comedian than I am. I feel like that. When you use these, that everybody else is doing this too. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're 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 picking up a lot of un, unwanted junk there. <laughs> <laughs> it makes my uh, it makes me stronger, bro. It does. It does. It's the George Carlin germ thing, right? It's yeah. You gotta let your body practice. So I guess you're fine. <laughs> well, if I was smart, Sean, I wouldn't be in comedy. I would have like went to law school or something. <laughs> <laughs> I regret that every day. I'm like, man, I should get cancer with the law school. So you, like, you know, it's like, but I feel like I don't know. Yeah, it's not a field for smart people, you know. Oh, if you I'll, killed- I'll be a rock star. Like, you guys, you guys have the job I wanted as a child, both of you motherfuckers. I, I like, like that's just like what, that would be the best thing in the world. Like, just, dude, that's like the American dream to me, hundred percent. Being a rock star, I think that's fucking dope, dude. Dude, if you cured cancer, you'd be dead by now. So, be yeah, happy you haven't done that. <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth, dude? Yeah, you gotta stay Homer Simpson dumb so they keep you. Like, uh, yeah. Cure cancer or come up with an alternative fuel source for a car. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't don't do that. Or or or, of course, you know, say that you have uh, information that would lead to the arrest of the Clintons, and you will <laughs> you will die. We just lost YouTube, I think. Huh? <laughs> the feed just dropped. Check, check us out on Roku, Fire TV, uh, everything but YouTube. Right. right. No, that's nuts. Yeah, world. Hey, you mean a slave sucks? You know, they don't have to rub in our face so much. You know. They just like could have let me just think I was free. Like I thought I was free, you know. I was like, man, I'm free, you know. I like felt that and they're like, nope. And I'm like, oh shit, you know. I'm like, fuck, I'm a slave. I forgot. Yeah. Like, they don't want you to feel free. You gotta yeah. remember that. So like, you're just a court jester, you know. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all have our place, man. 
Dude, yeah, uh, speaking of speaking of New York City, aren't you? Or did you guys just announce a show in New York City? Yeah, we're doing Gramercy uh, Theater on what, guys eleven are, November fourth, I think. You guys are brave, man. Yeah, I know, right? The 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 amount of 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 uh, everything that goes into a New York City show anymore is just like I, I was trying not to. I was trying not to, but they gave us a good offer, and yeah. it was like it was on the right date, yeah. and we we're just like. You know, and they've been cool to us. I mean, we we played there before, yeah. And and we're we're really trying to manage this without a trailer, right? So we'll see if that works. It'll we'll make it a lot the, easier. Yeah, make the drive in better. That's for sure. Yeah, dude. Traveling with a trailer in New York City is a nightmare. Oh. But yeah, we we've done it, so I know we can do it. But I'd rather not. Did Did I ever tell you the story of when I had to drive our tour bus through New York City? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Feel free to feel free to share, dude. We've had many many hours to talk on the road, but I'm sure we shared that one. But go ahead. We we had uh we had this very shit. We were doing a tour, uh, us and Hurt sharing a bus, and we had this like very shady bus deal. It was like like you you know normal tour bus companies like they they will provide the driver. You got to pay them, but they provide the driver. They do not want you driving their bus. <laughs> Correct. Right, right. So, so I somehow talked the the very shady owner of this bus company into allowing us to provide the driver. And so I got my friend from high school who has a CDL to come out and do it for, you know, like a third of the price as a regular driver and sleep in a bunk rather than getting a hotel right. every night. So it cut the driver cost in, in the significantly life. i'm sure a quarter of what yeah. it would have been but the problem was is that my old friend had some issues with <laughs> pills and booze <sighs> and so uh i just i ended up driving the tour bus like oh, most God. of the tour and it was a full you know 45 footer yeah. with the trailer on the back so we were we were <laughs> with the trailer oh my god yeah so we we were at like 60 65 feet or just about yeah yeah and so new york city was one of those shows that he ended up being just like sloppy like by the by the end of the night by the time it was time to go and i was just like fuck it so i jumped back behind the wheel and drove the bus out of new york city with the trailer on the back and i was just like that's crazy white knuckling it you know i mean obviously you're not really fast but oh, you're okay. you're gripping that wheel so tight you know just focusing because there's just people all over all over the yeah. place so much shit. but we made it out and i mean it gave me the confidence to drive just about anything anywhere from then on yeah right i'm mean, trying to make turns in new york city with a bus and, and trailer dude oh my goodness it was retarded it was bad enough with a van and trailer wow yeah good yeah. for you yeah it was it was a crazy crazy night <laughs> Dude, I was I was mapping out like so lazy to like like to get on a plane here in St. Louis in the morning, get to St. Louis, leave that night, so I didn't have to get an Airbnb, and just go like an Uber and like see if I could do like three sets in, in that time, and like and like fly back. I was like trying to figure that out. It was like some this dude this dude on my Facebook has a bunch of venues like that. He's like, who are these people for these days? I'm like, holy shit, I'll, I'll look into that, you know? Yeah, right. Because like, I mean, it, it's all a bunch of tourists. I mean, you probably get a bunch of tourists for your shows and like just making money up there, but. Uh, are you, are you talking about doing doing a set uh, three sets in New York City? Yeah, trying to. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. And like, and then so I could fly in the morning and fly back at night. You know, right? Like, like just the same day, so I'm not like getting Airbnbs. I don't like want to stay there. You know, 
I need like yeah. dollar pizza or some shit. So I just I, I just like the cheapest way possible to make the most amount of money. Dude, the the pizza is oh. is almost worth the trip. Dude, yeah, a dollar and shit, man. Yeah. Anyway, dude, no comment on here. Like, dude, the bus. I couldn't imagine driving a bus through any kind of heavy populated area. And I have a bus, man. I couldn't even. I'm like, I, I don't know how the fuck you did that. Like, like yeah, you you know all about driving a bus. I know about sleeping on it. You know? Are, are you pull, are you pulling a trailer with your with your house bus? God no, God no. You, you gave me a heart attack describing that, bro. Like, I was just like, <laughs> oh, that, like I, I just I just like pictured that on like like just driving the, like those roads and those curves and all that shit. I'm like, oh my god, bro. Yeah. What well, the yeah. box? You ever drive? Actually, have to stop in the box. You know, the in, little, in the Bronx. Little, the box with those little spaces that you're not allowed to drive on when 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 traffic stops. There's this little box, like the little cross section that you're not supposed to be in when oh, you yeah. stop, right? They basically so like you're you're not blocking the intersection, right? And they have cops everywhere. We've gotten yelled at like for being in the box several times. Oh, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I, luckily I didn't run into that, but that sounds like terrifying. Yeah, shit on shit right there. Yep. Uh. Driving anywhere sucks. Like I, I had to drive to go get food and suck. I mean, I could imagine like driving like like even worse. You know, it's like. And like, like, dude, like, it's, it's, I'm in St. Louis, and like, and I felt like, uh, like it was, it was a stereotype happened to me. Like, I went to like a gas station, and then like went to like a like place that has no title on it and had fried chicken. And I'm like, I know that chicken's gonna be amazing. I can just tell. And like, uh, and like, there's a shooting behind there while I'm getting the chicken. And I'm like, I just, I'm like, this is gonna be the best chicken ever. I can just tell. I just the vibe, you know. It's like, like I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I can just tell. It's like, no one would go here unless this was awesome. So I'm like, it has to be awesome. What, what is it about the best fried chicken places being like? Like where you can totally get murdered. Yeah, war zone. <laughs> yeah it's like in fucking. There's a there's a place in uh, Memphis that I, we we were just there like last week called uh, Uncle Lou's Hot Chicken, and it is just so fucking amazing. But you're you're definitely risking something going there <laughs> every single time. We just keep doing it every time we right. go to Memphis. Dude, Memphis is crazy. I'm worth it. I don't watch like little kid, like little kid, like homeless kids or something. I don't know whether gang members are homeless or whatever. They're just like out on Beale Street late. They try to like swarm you and jump you at night or something. Like they're like, or me anyway. I was just like, I was all fucked up. Like you couldn't, couldn't you couldn't have scared me of them. I was so trashy. But I was just like, you mean like, but they're just like being all crazy. Like, you know, what are totally student? Like, I'm supposed to just tell them information. I'm like, oh, here's how to rob me, bro. You know, but yeah, here's a bunch of information on how to rob me. One dude tried to steal my phone. But I like fucking. I was like, he's like, where's this at for direction wise? And I was like, in gear to like trip him basically. He ran off and just like, so I could kick him and stuff. But I was, just, but I was just like, I was just like, like, you basically bully these people, you know? What I mean, they like start things, and they start all the action, and then you can just like fuck with them. You know what I mean? I'm like, you attack me, dude. They'd be like, you <laughs> be like, it's like you came, you came in me, bro. You know? That's what Memphis is like, on, like on the tourist areas. That's what it feels like there. It's like <laughs> you, you drink past like you can drink forever out there. I think this had to have been past three. I think you could drink past three out there. This oh, is it in 24 hours on Beale Street? I want to say because I was pat, way past three when I was drinking. Mm. And like, and like, I was like the only dude like bar hopping, and like they're all trying to call me stupid and, and shit. I'm like, oh, I don't know, whatever, baby, probably. You know, I'm probably stupid. <laughs> just like, and they try to bully me and shit. And like, it was weird, and I just started making fun of them and shit. I don't know, dude. Weird. You gotta love the, uh, the the those types of local thugs in in Memphis and in New Orleans. They're they're very similar. New Orleans too. Yeah, I haven't been to New Orleans. The, the New Orleans ones are always, they have these little, these little, like, retarded tricks that they try to play on you that they, they, they come up and they say, like, hey, man, I, I bet I can guess where you, where you got your shoes. And 
you know, most people would just be like, wave them off and just keep walking. You know, you don't even want to interact with people like that. But if you're, I know the bump figure hits your feet, right? You just like, oh, my feet. Oh, yeah. Well, that's gonna be clear. What do you say? I, I, I can't remember how it works exactly, but they they say something stupid and then they say, now you owe me twenty bucks. Yeah, and then if you don't pay up, then they try to get like like more forceful on you. And uh, but it, to fall for that is is you know should be obvious to to just kind of brush these people off, you know. Yeah, I answer. I like fucking with them. I answer and shit. You know, I'm just like they ask me for money all the time. Like, I was gonna ask you for money, man. You got any money for me? You know, it's like just fucking. It's like you know, I'm like fucking. Look, I'm more homeless than you. I'm more homeless looking than you. You know, it's like I just like. <laughs> and like. Dude, I, I have to because there's so many of them, dude. Like, if someone's starving, I'll buy them food or something. You know, I'm not gonna be a dick or something. But if they're just like talking about crazy shit, like one guy was like wanting me to play some game I saw in like this movie with like the Wayne's brothers in the '90s. It was like this movie with the uh, what was that Mo Money or something? Mo Money, uh, like it's like '90s Wayne's brother movie. And he was trying to do the same trick, and I told him that, and he like felt stupid. I saw the movie, like you could tell. Yeah, he's like, oh fuck, other people have TV. Right. <laughs> he never thought he'd get called out, probably on that one. Yeah, it's weird. We That's were. We they, were in, they sell you cool shit. Sorry, we're somewhere downtown Atlanta. I forget where we were to some hotel. We're kind of near everything. And back when we had a bus um, that we were tour on, and we, you know, we'd still sometimes stay on the bus watching TV, or whatever. So our guitarist at the time, Mike, he was staying on the bus, and someone not, you know, someone knocked on the door, and it was someone asking for change or whatever, and he gave him a hamburger because he had a, a spare hamburger or something. Yeah. All of a sudden, all of a sudden. The bus is surrounded, apparently. Oh, dude, yeah, certain towns like Chicago like, by people team. asking and begging and all, and he was just like, you, I mean, was fight, you know, he was he was not uh, he was not comfortable. Yeah, he <laughs> was a rock stars and you couldn't afford that. No one can afford that. You mean like defeat everybody? Like, I wish I could yeah. fix everybody's problems, you know? And like, yeah. I'm not trying to be a dick, but you can't. You like sometimes I yeah. will if I can, you know? Like someone asked me for what? I'm not gonna help us, like whatever. Like, no, you're yeah, right. But yeah, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much out there, man. You can't. Yeah. Take care of everybody. It's like feeding the the gulls at the beach. You know, you you throw a couple <laughs> handfuls of French fries out, and before you know it, you just fucking swarm to getting shit on. Dude, yeah, people just have to borrow like too much money. I feel like that too. Like I have like people like every day. You know, like the other day, five people asked me for money. Like, I, think, I think two days ago, five people asked me. I'm like, I'm like, I can't keep up with this. I can't keep up with all your bills. I mean, it's like, what the fuck? It's like it's they like, don't even I, ask for change anymore. Either. They ask for like ten bucks. You're just like, dude. Inflation, dude. Inflation. Yeah, exactly. I got 40 bucks. I'll pay you back. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Start start with change, you know. I mean, a dollar, that sounds pretty reasonable. But when you jump up into the the larger bills, it just seems like, fuck off. Right. Yeah, so you want to be so nice. You know, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'll help people as much as I can. But not not at my expense, though. That's like, fuck. I'm not gonna like fuck myself out of like stuff, you know. It's like, man, I did a bunch of shit I didn't want to do. You mean I'm like, I did hell of shit I didn't want to do to not be broke. <laughs> like, you I mean it's just like fuck. It's like, man, I'm constantly working, man. I'm like, sometimes I have to sit on a couch and talk to rock stars. It's a really hard life, you know. Like, <laughs> you, have to, you have to sit on couches. You know? But hey, you know, you're you had to do things to build up to where to wherever you are and and uh yeah, anyone has guys. that potential you know so it's yeah like, same as you guys yeah i mean that's what they, i mean you you guys thought of ideas and executed them and that's what the fuck that's what's going on you guys are you know what i mean that's just doing your dreams and shit and that's dope and same thing with comedy yeah no i fucking was i mean i'm 
I'm still a nobody, but I feel like I was like an even more nobody before. You know? It's like this keeps, you know, this keeps going. Like you get less levels of nobody ness going on. You know, it feels like <laughs> that's great. Now everybody's verified on the internet, but me. You notice that? Like everybody's like buying check marks now. Oh yeah, I'm right. Just, I'm like everybody's verified, but me now. This is this is the opposite of like four years ago. Honestly, it's I'm like, happy not to be verified now because it's just like. It, it, it took that. I mean, that makes it take a turn. You know what I mean? Like you have to pay for that now. It's yeah, it's sad. Yeah, Dude, you, you know what's hilarious is that is that Instagram will not verify Smile of the Soul. Like I've I've applied for the verification several times. Yeah, and you know they ask for certain things like like links to yeah, prove yeah. to prove that that you've you're notable enough. You know, and I like literally like link our Facebook page, which is verified by the same fucking company. I know, right? And then I link like a Wikipedia page that, that literally like says, you know, what we've done, what we've accomplished as a band. And then it, there was another one that said like, you know, uh, link an article. So I linked an article from MTV.com about right. us thinking, <laughs> okay, you know, this will all be enough. Proof. And then, and then they're like, your verification has been denied. And, and and then right after that is when like all of a sudden like all these fucking people with like 500 followers are like ver and like you know one song on on, on Spotify they're pushing are all verified everywhere. I was yeah. like, what's going on, dude? And then I then I found out that they're selling the verification thing. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like they, the same thing with Instagram with me. They wouldn't do Instagram. They did Twitter and they did YouTube for me, and then like some other other apps. Like like yeah, I, mean, I got a bunch of like those like Republican apps. Like, like I'm very fun. I was very like parlor and a bunch of shit I shouldn't say on YouTube. But yeah. uh, but, but I feel like yeah, uh, but but I feel like, no, it's the same thing. Instagram wouldn't do it for me either. I'm like, oh, here's a Fox article. Here's fucking here's here's like you said the verification on your same company. I had Facebook one time too. They deleted it. I had a million people on, on Facebook. And they deleted it. Uh, and like the verified one, and then now, now everybody has it but me. That's like weird. It's like my right. entire my entire newsfeed. Everybody has a check mark but me. It reminds me of like the like uh, that Sneeches uh, thing written like sixty one by Seuss. Doctor Seuss wrote this thing called like Star Billy Sneeches, where like some stars are special, and then they they all everyone got a star. And they're like, oh fuck, everyone's special now. Like, give me get rid of this, you know. And it's the same thing with the check marks. Like it, it's like I mean everybody yeah. wants to feel important or whatever. You have to do the work. I feel like to be. In, I mean in American society, the game the way it is. I think you have to like putting work in hours. You can't just like fucking pay five bucks, you know. Well, now was fourteen ninety nine is uh where Kiko. Says. Oh yeah, yeah, it's on the account. Yeah. Yeah. And that's per that's per month. Per month. Per right. month, fourteen ninety nine yeah. a month. To be spied on. Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> you're already being spied on, but no, thank you, man. I mean, these that's... people paid, paid them to get to give them their ID too. You have to give your ID when you're verified too. So, so right. they, pay, they, they paid to give people their yeah, ID. Right. 44 million people, to, like this week, paid to give social media companies their ID. Oh, uh, they already have it. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's so true. We happily yeah. give them all the information. Take a look at pictures of me. Look at pictures of my family. Look where I live. Look where I'm doing. That's honest. Yeah, no. That's a great yeah. point. And even if they didn't have that, our phones are listening all the time anyway. So. Oh, exactly. Yeah. There's it, that it, whole it's, thing. There's really no escaping it. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're listening to your inner thoughts that aren't even spoken at this point. <laughs> the algorithms you know? know, man. I mean, I don't put it past them to have that technology. And, and if they do have that technology, they would absolutely incorporate it into, into, uh, your phones and your laptops and shit. So why not? 
Yeah. Well, I remember there's an algorithm. I mean, the way the algorithms work, they're very complicated and they're very, they, they understand us really well. And there was something, an article I read years ago, I mean, well before it got as crazy as it is now, talking about how basically they can tell what kind of person you are if you order Arby's fries or something. I, I forget what it was, but just some crazy little thing. And it's like, it's because of this and this and this, and it did this explain it. It's like, wow. They know what kind of person you are to order our Arby's fries. Well, they, I think they build such a detailed profile on on each person at this point um, that, that they just they know you better than you know yourself at a certain point. You know, they, sometimes, yeah. They, I mean, who knows how much they're they're storing about about you psychologically? You know, and and uh, besides your physical actions, so yeah, it's, it's pretty scary. You know. To, to think yeah, about. B- yeah, again, besides the obvious stuff that you put out there, it's the stuff that they can hear when you think they're not listening, right? Like, I mean, I don't know if you've ever gone down the Edward Snowden rabbit holes, but from what he says, it's pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> it gets pretty scary with like what, what, what they can do with this information and know about you with this information, just the constant listening. And what is it like, even like, uh, you know, your, was Alexa and Siri and all that stuff, over loud music can hear you. Right. You know, they can distinguish your, what you're saying. And that's, that's crazy. And again, what do I do about it? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are we, dr- are we like hypnotized or something? It's like, I have all like- the same conversations, all the same. Cause I'm like, what are they going to do to me? I'd be like, you know, I, it's, I'm nobody, you know, as much as I, you know, I'm nobody. No, and that's everything. Cause like a lot of people, your accomplishments would be assholes. You mean like, 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 like a lot of, they'd, they'd go to their head. They'd be fucking dicks. Dude. Like, I, I think that, that staying, staying humble is like everything. Like being able to kill it and staying humble is everything. I think. Like, that's like, I think, I'm not going to know. The fuck that's worth it. <laughs> it's like a dude shouting. Uh, but no, I think I think it's true. I mean, I think like, I, I don't know, it's crazy, man. You guys are killing it right now. Well, Sean is, I mean, the fucking shows you guys are doing right now, you're just killing it, man. It's like, I'm, I'm like, hyped, I'm like hyped to see it. You know, I like, see like posts and stuff. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Dude, I think you're the only one in this room that just that just played a show in Hawaii, though. That's that's for sure. I mean, yeah, but like one show, you came back from like fifty shows. I mean, like, and the time I went to Hawaii, you probably had fifty shows. No, yeah, I, I I just did fourteen, so that's so still I mean, yeah, it's decent, but not fifty. You know. Yeah. Well, you haven't played up here in Cincinnati or near, near me in a while, Sean. I think you know it's. I'm look, keep looking at your tour dates, and so I had to book something to get you back up here. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> I don't know why we, yeah, we, we don't, well, I mean, I do know why we don't play. <laughs> it's not, not a strong. Or near us even like, I mean, even Columbus and I don't know, you haven't played near, near us in a while. I mean, what's last time was you and Ty down in, yeah, it was, at, it was Thompson house, Thompson house. Yeah. In Newport, Kentucky. Yeah. 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 We're playing, uh, we're playing Columbus um, in June. Oh yeah. Uh, which club? Uh, the basement. Okay. You ever heard of that? Mm, I might have heard of it. I don't know. I don't know if it's, I've been there. It smells just like it sounds. It's <laughs> it's an underground, all black, um, dungeon type dive bar. But it, it's actually pretty cool. Like the yeah, vibe is good. So nice. We played there. Uh, actually, we played there maybe a year and a half ago or so. Okay. Um, but we'll be back in June. If you if you want to come nice. out, you're always welcome. Of course, yeah, man. That's not far away. It's like hour, just over an hour. Nice, nice. Yeah, come on as out. Tu- as, long, as long as it's a Tuesday, I'll make it out there. <laughs> you, that's, that's all we do is 
That's all we do is Tuesdays. Dude, I was surprised you filmed it on a fucking Tuesday. I, I, I bet no disrespect on that. I was like, if I threw a show on a fucking Tuesday, I would never have people there. I, I meant no disrespect. I was like, hi, I was like, hi for you. I'm like, oh, yeah, you Tuesdays are rough, man. Tuesdays can be rough. Yeah, somebody had hell of people there. I'm like, I'm like, that's good for him. I mean, I get why. It makes sense, but it's just like, it's crazy. So, oh my God, dude. What? Oh, oh it I thought it was a Tuesday. Oh. No, it's <laughs> it's actually. It's gonna. It's June 11th, which is a Sunday. It will okay. be in Columbus. So right after church, just go see Smile Through Soul. That's uh, right. <laughs> yeah, dude. We we actually had a couple. This last tour was pretty decent. We we had a couple of like insanely rocking Tuesdays and Wednesdays that were like better than uh, better than the 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 show of the weekend that we had just had. Right. I don't, know, I don't know how that came together, but down it was down in Florida, and a couple of good, good little weeknights there. Yeah, we're I trying to get they, to Florida. We were almost, we were almost going to get down there. Um, it just with some of the timings, with the dates, and how it's going to work, um, we couldn't make it work just yet. But yeah, well, what, what's what's good venues down there right now? Um, Do you remember? <laughs> we we had a. Uh, we had a good show at uh, the the Buddha in uh, Fort Myers. Okay, we I like Fort good, Myers. We had a good show in Tampa at the Brass Mug, uh, which that's been there forever. I wouldn't be yeah, surprised. Yeah, you guys have probably played there, dude. Dude, um, I, dude after making fun of Tuesdays, like Marshall in the comments just goes, "Your entire show's on Tuesdays." <laughs> <laughs> I just never even connected that. That was so retarded. I'm like nobody, nobody will do anything on Tuesday. That's true. We, we do this every Tuesday. <laughs> and only Tuesday. Dude, yeah, yeah. Pointing that out in the comments, like Marshall say that. It's so funny. But yeah, we but you can drink in the comfort of your home watching this show on Tuesdays, right? You don't have to go out and and leave the house. You can take your twenty shots of Jameson in your PJs. <laughs> exactly. Dude, people are like that at comedy shows. You get way too drunk, like. And I won't drink till after my set, so I don't fucking like. I completely just just don't give a fuck, you know. I'll, I'll drink with them afterwards. These guys are fucking—they're pounding shots after drinking for like two hours with me. I mean, I, and they'll take like five shots with me, and they—they were already drinking for like ever. You know what I mean like it's like crazy? You know, they're like, like, oh, you want some shots? You want some tequila or whatever the fuck? You know, it's like they have to impress you, man. I mean, it works. I mean, that's how you impress me. I mean, it just giving me things. I mean, that's that's the easiest way to impress me, you know. Right? Did they did they tell you the same story like ten times in a row while spitting all over your face? <laughs> no, no, that was that was it was fun, man. Like that, that is my fun. that is the best part about talking to people that are really drunk. <laughs> that is the best part. Dude, the the I love the I love the guys that get like this fucking close to your face too. Like, I have this move that I do where. I put my foot, I put my foot sideways <laughs> in front of me, and then I just take a step back, leaving my foot right there, and it creates like a ramp that they can't get closer to me, and uh, <laughs> and so they keep trying to like lean over my foot, and and they they don't notice that I'm even they like they should notice that I'm doing that, <laughs> can't figure it out. that I'm not enjoying the conversation, but they don't notice that because they're too drunk. So they just keep uh, trying to lean further over my foot to, to get in my face. <laughs> and it's pretty funny to watch that. Dude, I'm laughing so hard because I'm remembering touring with you. And I don't remember where the show was, but there's some guy trying to put his arm around you or something. 
And I, I'm just laughing because I can't even remember the details, dude. But it was so funny. Like, you kind of had to, like, you know, do this whole shimmy, like, twist thing. And the guy was just wow. wasn't getting it. He was just trying to, like, almost like, I feel like it's almost like one of these. And not just like an arm around you, but almost like one of these things. Like, arms around. And you're just like, we're not doing this. <laughs> dude, you, you know how it goes, man. It's, it's, uh, it's uh <laughs> I mean, you have some great fans, but some again when they get too drunk, and oh, yeah, yeah, and and they just you know I'm sure they're kicking themselves the next day if if they even can remember what they were doing. But yeah, they get they get a little uh, overly touchy feely, close, whatever you want to call that. Yeah, it's definitely the booze. You know, it's not like <laughs> a, a flaw of the of the human being. I mean, maybe maybe drink needing to drink the twenty shots of Jameson is the flaw, but. <laughs> It is the Jameson that's creating the the situation, right? But I mean, I was in Virginia one time. I was in like Virginia with my buddy uh, Bruce. Like we were at some we we're at some place like fighting through. We were in the wrong spot. We thought this was like Chesapeake, like the historical story, but it wasn't where it is. Uh, but so we got like this hotel and like, and, like these people, this girl and her boyfriend wanted to like get like I was in this movie called Rampage. Like it was like this like uh, it's like if you if you're into like killing movies, yeah, it's like one of those movies. So they, they wanted me to they sign a DVD. They pull up and they just like hit. Something like right in front of their parking. My buddy just looks at me and goes, "That's probably your fans." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it was. He's like, it was, they were like, they, they got out of the car like a beer, and then they're just like drinking, and, and then they asked for like a uh, uh, like a sticker and like a fucking autograph for like uh, that Rampage three DVD or the Rampage present demo goes in, and and, and like you, it's just funny how they like pulled in and just like hit something and just like I, I'm like, I don't know, man, it was just weird. It was a weird, weird experience, but like fun, you know. Like, Those people were probably fun as fuck, you know. I don't know. Nice. It keeps the adventure going though. You know what I mean? It gets, it keeps, you never know what to expect. Yeah, the live crazy. entertainment world thrives off of those people. That's they, they, they keep it all, they keep it all rolling, you know? Oh yeah. Dude, that's why, that's why I don't work at a fucking gas station right now. Cause like, I mean, like fucking, like, that's why I think they're all geniuses, man. Like, I'm like, if you're on some shit like this before, before it like pops off and shit or like acid pops off, I mean, it's like fucking, I, I, I love all those motherfuckers, man. Like, well, sometimes, sometimes they're too, they're the ones too that come up to the merch table and they're just like, "I want that and that and that and that <laughs> and that and that," and then they give you their their credit card and you're like, "All right, dude," and you, you know, so it's it's a it's a give and take, you know. Double edged sword, dude. Double edged sword. It cuts both ways. Exactly. Sometimes they they hook you up, you know, with a nice merch night, and sometimes they just spray your face down with fucking <laughs> saliva. <laughs> tell you the same story over and over. I bet you talk drugs a lot because you're bottom of the ball song. I, I bet you got fucking people just being like, I don't know if it's still like that. Like they've known you for a while. But I, I bet you fucking get like random people like just like, dude, fucking what about this year? Yeah. I bet you get that a lot because your hit was just about doing drugs. That was like a hit song about just doing hit for drugs. It used to be worse, you know, back when that song was current because it was, it was. Back when you were doing drugs? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but. But it, when it was when the song was current and and really popular, it was definitely, you know, a lot of a lot of shit going on. But since then, I mean, we've we've changed a lot and released a lot of music that's a little more cerebral and in nature and and not as like not like a party theme. So right, I, it, I feel like that's toned down a little bit. But there's always those those people that only know us for that song and <laughs> and they've got those twenty shots down and they're ready to. <laughs> They're ready to talk, you know. Yep. <laughs> I was the boy in that house, bro. Those motherfuckers, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, those guys are like fucking. 
I mean, he had such good music, man. I mean, I mean both, both of you guys, man. I mean, that's it's just good, dude. Like, to have fans all, at all, you know what I mean? I think it's awesome. You know, and I think it's fun to make fun of this. So, but I think like, it's fun to make fun of anybody, you know. But I'm just saying, like, I think, like, no, I think that's, that's cool, man. Like, you guys are able to, like, do that. A lot of people, I mean, you know, I, I try to do music. I suck. You know, I'm so bad at music. I couldn't do what you guys do. You know, I don't have uh, any talent whatsoever musically. So, so I mean, I feel like I respect guys like you that can go out there and just fucking, like, kill it. And you, and you toured with Swansea Soul for while playing bass, too, didn't you, Phil? Like, that's, yeah. That's, that's fucking, that's another cool thing to me. I mean, you finally remember Jackard and also just fucking, Touring with bands or just buddies with that's fucking chills. One of the best summers of my life. <laughs> Touring with these guys, man. I mean, it was fun, man. We had a blast, dude. Uh, you know, what, yeah. like about three to four months of touring. Yeah, we had a lot break. of good times. Barbecued a lot and, you know. Some camping trips, getting uh, the honey badger drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Phil, so we had uh, our our tour manager was, was this guy named X that is uh, – I've actually known him since we were like babies and shit. Oh, our, our dads were best friends. Okay. And uh, so he he liked his booze, you know. And uh, Phil would <laughs> Phil would like pretend to drink and kind of <laughs> get into little drinking competitions with with uh, we called him the Honey Badger at times too. <laughs> um, and he Phil would pretend to drink and then just keep passing the bottle to, to X. And X would really swig. And I remember one night they were passing this bottle of Knob Creek back and forth. That's what it is, Knob Creek. I was trying to remember it. Something Creek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And until to the point that X um, literally just, I can't remember how it happened. He just stood up in the middle of our, our Mercedes Sprinter van that was converted into like a little, little RV kind of living situation he stood up in the middle and just started pissing like a river through his jeans all over the floor and uh and it just like did, it never ended he was just like standing there just like just just pissing everywhere oh, and God. uh we were just you know best best night of the tour <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one i like to i don't know it's my thing i just when someone's got a vice it's just like I like to push the buttons. It's just I'm, I'm, I'm almost like I'm, well, exploiting it, but not just so they can learn their lesson and go. Wow, I don't need to do all that. You know what I mean? Like it's sort of this like reverse psychology in a way or something. I don't know. That's how I justify it at least. Like you don't need to be doing this, man. You don't gotta listen to me. You know, I'm just some dude trying to get you drunk night after night. You don't have to listen to me. If it's that easy to exploit, might as well, right? Yeah, yeah, he, you know, but I, I love that guy, man. I mean, he, we had, a, I mean, he's a great dude, man. We had a good time on that tour, but yeah, he always, he always let me exploit him, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he, dude, he, great dude, love that guy, but I mean, he had his moments, you know. Um, I remember in Denver one time. By the time we went on stage, he was gone, you know, like stare like staring through your shoulder as you're talking to him gone <laughs> and and uh right when we ended the show he just walked out of the venue and we were playing like in the ghetto somewhere in, in denver i can't even, it was a venue like you know when you play those venues only once yeah it's yeah. like, it's like you, you play some new venue in a town and you're like i never even heard of this venue you play it then you never go back yeah <laughs> it was like one of those and it was in the ghetto and he he went outside and just disappeared and uh we had to like search party for him and and jake found him 
up an alleyway behind a dumpster passed out on the ground. And, uh, you know, if we wouldn't have, uh, if we wouldn't have found him, I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, right. He could, still be out there. he could still be in Denver. <laughs> he could. And, and then there's an, another time he, we were at the machine shop and, uh, I, I'm like walking from the venue at the end of the night out to the, out to the vehicle. And like, it was like a surreal scene. It was like, I could see the vehicle. It was dark out and I could just see like, like a misty kind of thing going on, but with like silhouette shadows, like being projected onto the mist. I just saw like two huge figures just like pulling up some, pulling up something from the ground. Okay. I like come through it and it's Kevin and one of his main security guys just pulling X up off the ground. He's passed out on the on the on the ground in front of our vehicle, like with his head by the front tire or some shit. Oh boy! And they're just like lifting him up and trying to take him over and, and put him in the vehicle. And uh, you know that that was that was X for you. Yep. So the lesson here, folks, is don't drink too much. <laughs> That's right. Even on or, tour. Or I will exploit you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, some some girl just asked if you remember the guy that went on stage at the Rathskeller. Does that ring any bells to you? You know, I saw that too. And, and I'm trying to think of the particular guy, but I can't actually picture that. I, I remember you, the venue. It was like a weird German pub and restaurant in indiana somewhere mm. but uh and no recollection no recollection no recollection of the exact person but i mean that that so, happens more than yeah right people, people would like to believe you know so we had this show in france um we're, we're we're playing our song i think we're like you know i'm not sure if it's paris or whatever some some city in france um and uh we were headlining and this guy gets up on stage and asks to sing, right? And we're like, okay, you know, let's see what you got. You let him do it. Like, yeah, we'll let him, right? And <laughs> the guy is French first off and doesn't know the song. Doesn't know the song. Like, because we're, do we're doing our song Breathe. And this guy starts making up words and sounding fantastic. Like, not, not mind you, okay, maybe fantastic might be strong, too strong of a word. But surprisingly good for the fact that he didn't know this song at all. And we're right. just making up words. Right. right? Like, we're like, this works. It's kind of, this ain't too bad. So he was making up his own melody and lyrics yeah. to the song. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. That's, that's impressive. That's yeah, an outlier yeah, experience. Yeah, right it there. was. It was. <laughs> and we have pictures of the guy. I, I don't have video, unfortunately, but I would have, you know, we we're all just kind of like looking at him like, you know, like, this is kind of kind of okay i was still steve was still grabbed him and threw him off the stage uh before the song was done so we could actually play it properly but <laughs> no, i still stab a guy but it was he had a good song he's he 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 very, he very talented yeah we murdered him <laughs> security <laughs> took him outside and beat him but yeah, just, whatever, you know? yeah i like this spirit you know <laughs> no i like how it started off like i headlined some club in france like it just sounded cool it's not like a, right, a great right. intro it's a great lead to the story too the whole thing was great was dude europe is i mean Sean, have you guys ever done he, Europe? I mean, no, no. never. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, we, it's a different by, world, by man. We, by the time we started getting European tour offers, that it, it we were already beyond the stage of like tour support from a label. 
And so it was oh, on yeah, us. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. And, and it was it was like, hey, you want to come over and fucking do this tour for like 300 bucks a night? And it would be like, not really, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's tough it, to start from scratch over there. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, without tour support, dude, it's it's next to impossible. Yeah, you know, the our, our label that we were on originally with our first record didn't invest in us going over there, so it just never happened. Right. <clears throat> and now I wouldn't even go for all the money in the world, you know. <laughs> um, so I guess that that has that that yeah. has failed. I want to do Australia, man. I think that'd be a fun place to do shows. Would yeah, have been to to Australia. Yeah. a few years oh. ago. <laughs> yeah, fair, yeah, fair. Pre pre Rona. I would have yeah. loved to have toured there, but um, with the uh, police tackling and beating anyone that lowered their mask for like two seconds at a fucking park outside, I think I'm done with uh, that that dream. You know, I hear you on that one, man. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what the restrictions are in, in other countries anymore. I'm not paying that close attention. I know, like Australia was was still, was crazy. Are they still on that level? I don't know what they are anymore. I just yeah. saw enough. To be like, yeah, fuck right. Going there ever, like <laughs> that's that's just toast to me, you know. Yeah, you missed your opportunity. Yes, pre two thousand twenty. I'd yeah. still go if the money was right, you know. I, I I feel like like Australia seems fun. I, I just want to experience it, you know. Even even if it's in the concentration camp, yeah. You know, <laughs> if it got me too, you know, like yeah, <laughs> it has a lot to offer. I mean. Just just the outdoors shit going on and the I mean the scuba diving and snorkeling, like all the cool shit you can do it sounds awesome, but twenty some hour plane rides to uh to a place that the, that's that over the top um controlling now, that that that's not a good combo. Yeah, yeah right. Our plane ride. That's where that's you know I I'm I'm like, oh I don't know if I I'm with you on the fuck Australia now. You know? <laughs> I'm, joining, I'm joining the movement. Joining how, the how dare they be so far away? 20 hours on a plane? Oh, my God. I can't. That's like a suicide attempt. You know, it's like, well, I hear you. You can just take some alleged edibles on your way. Alleged. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that's fine for a couple-hour train ride or something. With 20 hours, man, you're like sitting in a seat like this, like next to a bunch of fucking bigger people. And I'm just like, oh, God. And then, like. Watch Forrest Gump seven times while I sleep. That's what, that's what happened on the way back from Hawaii. I just kept watching Forrest Gump over and over again. It was, it was under like Disability Awareness Month. Like that's the movies I picked, you know. I just mm. kept watching Forrest Gump. You know, that's fucking great movie. That's not, it is a great movie. That's how I got back from Hawaii. I, I just drank a bunch because like yeah. I don't know, edibles freak me out. I'm a, I'm a giant pussy. And I'm in a plane, you know. Like terrified of my own death. You know? Yeah, al- alcohol used to be my my go to for flying. I mean. It just takes the fear away. You're just like, whatever. Like, if I die, would it really be that bad? You know? Or you're like, you know, like a couple of shots of drink. Like, Jack, like, you know? I, mean, I feed a shark, at least, you know? You know, you find the optimism, you know? But, if, like, like, sober, you're just like, holy shit, I could die. Everybody's an idiot. And the pilot's probably an idiot, too. Fuck, you know? That's why I think sober. I'm like, I'm like, I'm surrounded by idiots, and I'm an idiot, you know? I just like how I feel most of the time. Hey, uh, so this is a total fucking change of subject matter. But uh, this is something I wanted to touch on because we didn't really get to last time. And I see we're at like an hour and 10 already. But so your, your diet, Phil. Uh, that is, well, it, we'll get, okay, so let's see. 
So it's a process to get to where I'm at, right? A lot of people, you know, I've been trying things for a long time, right? Um, and I'm one of these people that likes to test things out, right? Like what 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 is possible? What what's what happens when I do this, right? So start. I mean, it started back in like 2008, um, before gluten free was like the cool thing to do. I remember just kind of stumbling upon it and tried to be gluten free, and also my joints felt a lot better, you know. And I was like, okay, this is weird. This is cool. You know, cause I, I mean, I've always had like these joint issues and stuff and, you know, bad hips. Well, I thought were bad hips and it turns out, you know, food had a part of it. Right. And oh, so man. that lasted for a little while, but then, you know, kind of the joint pain came back and then I tried cutting out dairy for a long time. I tried being a vegetarian for a while. I tried various things over the years. And then, you know, like most diets, it's tough to stick to anything because there's such a, I don't know, our, our food, our, all the, all the nonsense food seems to taste good, right? You know, the, the cakes bullshit. and yeah, all, all the processed bullshit, right? We're all, yeah. you know, somewhat addicted to this nonsense. Um, how much milk do I drink every day? Um, I drink two to three, <laughs> ga- two to three gallons of raw milk a week. Um, but we'll get, we'll get into that part. So, Again, along my journey, <laughs> um, just trying so struggling first off with trying to eat healthy, right? Because that's a big part of it. It's like, you know, I'm trying to be gluten free, but then someone's got pizza, and it's like, ah, oh, it smells so good. I got to have me some pizza. And, and on so, the road too, it's like, how often are you given pizza? You know? Yeah, right. Well, on your tour, I ate a lot of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of it too. Like, so when I went out on tour with you guys, um, I kind of just made a decision. Not like just to eat whatever, honestly. Like I got like I'm gonna eat whatever, whenever, you know. And we, and we were playing these shows where like they'd have a kitchen and like, hey, what do you guys need before the show? I'm like, get me a cheeseburger. What do you want after the show? Get me a large pizza, you know. Have it ready for me when I'm done. And I'll just eat whatever. And I've always been about 150 to 160 pounds my entire adult life, which is crazy because you're so tall too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of you know I'm I'm thin. I'm I'm sleek. You know, spelt, whatever you want to call it. How tall are you? Uh, six foot one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I usually say five foot 13, but um, so, <laughs> <laughs> it's just to be dumb. So, That's funny. so um, when I went on tour with you guys, though, at the end of, not even the end of the tour, halfway through the tour, I, I was the highest I've ever been in my life at 183 pounds. And mind you, I haven't always eaten healthy. I, there's been plenty of times that I've eaten just whatever, right? My ice cream, my cereal, all that stuff. I eat like a normal person. But when I made the concerted effort to just kind of not, not, not like supersize me where I'm eating that badly, but, you know, just kind of like, yeah, if it's offered, I'll eat it. And then I'll make, you know, I'll just, you know, just eat whatever. Not, don't really pay attention too much, right? And the drinking. And for me to put on that much weight in that short of a time span, we're talking like a month and a half to put on 30 pounds, um, 20 to 30 pounds was shocking. Right. And it just tells you how bad it is to just kind of eat that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, and I wasn't even much fast food, mind you, you know, we didn't stop at fast food places. We're just yeah, we, eating. We don't eat fast food. Yeah. Bar food. You know what I mean? Cheeseburgers, that kind of stuff, but not fast food. Yeah. And so I can't imagine if, if we're doing the, if you know, you were a band that stopped at fast food a lot, what, what that would have done to me. Yeah. Um, so after that, years and years of struggling, trying to eat clean and all that stuff, um, I kind of what what actually really turned me was when I f- stumbled upon raw milk. So 
raw milk we've been told is da- dangerous. It's bad. You know, it, it, it can make you sick, all this stuff. But as I did my research and stumbled upon a few people on Instagram, and one of the few good things about Instagram is, uh, you know, it just kind of made sense. Like if you, if you drink this stuff from a good source, uh, you know, you, what I thought was lactose intolerance was just a pasteurized bullshit intolerance. Right. I, I, I was intolerant to the nonsense from the store. And so I got, I was, we, I was fortunate that we're near a farm that sells raw milk. I had to jump through some hoops, get a herd share, all that kind of stuff. And, and, um, all of a sudden I could drink milk. And I, as I just said, I drink two to three gallons of milk a week now without any issues. Well, where before it would be issues, you know, intestinal, you know, whatever, and don't need to get into details, but some issues, you know, and I, I love, I've always loved milk. And when I couldn't drink it, it just, it was just, I would try the oat, oat milk and all that nonsense, you know, uh, soy milk and whatever. But I just, you know, it, it, I, once I, once I started drinking raw milk and saw the effect it had on me, it just made me start questioning kind of all the food I was eating and how I was eating it, you know? And so as I went down these rabbit holes of, you know, who was feeling the best and whatever, um, you know, I'd actually tried carnivore before that and felt really good on it, but I lost a lot of weight on carnivore. Um, I, I dropped, speaking of the highest I've ever been, when I first went on carnivore, I dropped down to 138 pounds. Wow. at my height at six foot one. Right. So, and, but I felt some of the most, the best I've ever felt in my life. Right. So I'm like, there's something to it, but the way I was doing it, I guess something just wasn't quite right. Um, at least for my body type, I think me having the milk, having, I guess the extra fat or whatever in there seems to balance me out. Cause I'm still at, you know, I'm at 162 all the time now, you know, give or take a couple pounds, but, um, right. but yeah, so going down through this whole evolution and then, so I started doing the raw eggs you know, um, mixing that in my, in my, in my milk. Cause then I, I started, you know, going down, God, there's so much to this story. Um, like what makes you sick? What gives you food poisoning? For instance, you know, they say, uh, they also say raw eggs are bad for you. Right. And so then it turns out that raw eggs don't make you sick. They're not the things that make you get food poisoning. It's actually when you cook the eggs and leave them out for a long time, that's, what's going to make you sick. That's when the you bacteria know? can creep in. Yeah. So there's bacteria in it, like even salmonella, all that stuff. And when it's raw, like as God intended, God created this stuff for us. Right. Um, it doesn't make you sick, you know, and I've had some, I've actually had, uh, some, you know, not quite rotten, rotten eggs, you know, cause that stuff is just too, it's too foul. Right. But semi rotten eggs that I'm like, ah, throw in some syrup, mix it up in my milkshake because I, I, I understood that that's not what makes you sick. Right. Right. It's not a bad it's not a bad egg that'll make you sick. It's the you know the smell because it's not for us, right? There's levels. God, there's so much to the story. There's levels to to food in this world, right? Yep. And so there's food for bacteria. There's food for you know uh, coyotes. There's food for hyenas. There's food for maggots, right? And we're not supposed to eat each other's food. Otherwise, that food would be gone, right? If humans could, if 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 rotten meat tasted good to us there'd be nothing for anybody else to eat right <laughs> um you know what i mean because we would just eat everything we did everything right. everything everything we could right if all that's all, all the food tasted good to us humans would just eat everything because we do we just eat and eat and eat we're consuming pigs you know so, <laughs> oh yeah i can't eat pig. i can't eat pork man. right but that that's what that's what makes us not eat everything but yeah. not because it makes you sick 
it makes it seem like you'd make you sick, but it's not. And so there's other, so long before liver King, um, I also stumbled upon, again, this idea of cooked food versus non-cooked food. I stumbled upon the, the raw meat, right? And so it sounds crazy. Like who the heck wants to eat raw meat? We've been told again, that'll make you sick. It's dangerous, all this stuff. And I'd ask the guy about it. I'm like, yeah, you, you know, like if you eat raw meat, this before I even did it, I'm like, you better have a good source for it. And the guy's like, listen, if you're not willing to eat your meat raw, you probably shouldn't eat it cooked. And that made me kind of go, he makes a good point, right? If it's that bad and cooking it is the only way I can eat it, then it. what the hell am I doing? What, what, what is this that I'm even eating, right? And, um, and that was this guy, Josh Rayner Gold. He's on Instagram. He's awesome. But um, so I started getting my food from the Amish. And for a while I was cooking it. And then now I kind of do a half and half. I sometimes eat it raw, sometimes eat it cooked. Um, and it's just, I, I felt better ever since, you know, and I don't have these cravings for nonsense foods anymore. I don't go, you know, I don't go on these binges late at night where I, you know, eat a box of cereal or something, you know, cause I, I mean, that was my lifestyle. I would eat clean, but then I was, I was always felt, um, dep deprived, you know, deprived of eating this nonsense that I've been, that I grew up on. Right. But I feel so good now that it's not really a temptation I, i've had a piece of cake here and there i've had some cheesecake i've had a bowl of cereal just to try it and it's like one it doesn't taste good to me anymore it doesn't taste as good as it used to it's always disappointing no matter how much it smells good my wife will make these you know cookies or these cupcakes and she's like you got to try this it's so good and i'll try it and i'll like yeah it's good but it's not great like and usually i'll just uh, I'll, I'll throw half not, not, not no she she makes fantastic my friend, she makes fantastic so so, but just to me, it's not what it used to be, yeah. right? Because I'm not feeding that, what do they say? The dog you feed is the one that gets stronger, right? So I'm not feeding that dog in me anymore. So that dog is just very, you know, just lazy and doesn't totally want to much. You know what no, I mean? I'm, awesome. I'm feeding myself real food and that's what we're supposed to eat. Right? So the, the raw thing's a part of it, but it's not a necessary part of it, right? Like, um, you know, you cook out nutrients when you, when you cook your food, but so it's like, but how much I mean, people are thriving on the nonsense, you know, can still thrive even on the, all the nonsense we eat. So it's not necessary to be perfect all the time. I've tried it. You know, I went a few months of just eating raw and I felt pretty good, but I didn't feel significantly better than I do when I'm eating and cooked sometimes. Right. It's just convenient. And I like to do it because I don't know, I think it's a survival thing. Right. If I, if I'm starving in the woods somewhere, I know I can eat raw meat. Right. <laughs> like, or whatever it is. Right. There's, there's situations in which I find that to be beneficial, the ability to do the things that I do. Hey, hey, so what what was that uh, that kind of aged raw meat? Yeah, I do I knew we were gonna go there, right? So so again, I like to test things out, right? And the first time I heard about this, I was like, no way in hell, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen, uh, which is called high meat. So high meat is basically like fermented meat. You know, you let it sit for a while, you basically take a jar like this, you know, cut it into cubes, put it in here, and every couple days you air it out usually outside after the first few days right or first few weeks whatever and you just air it out every few days first and it gets, few weeks yeah and and you go for like um, people go years i mean supposedly the um the inuits up in eskimo uh, up in uh, alaska would you know do this for depression right they'd ferment their meat bury it in the ground kind of like you do kimchi and then you know like just for kind of helping their moods and stuff during like the, the long long winters and stuff they would eat this and it smells nasty. And like I said, like I said, I didn't think I would ever do it the first time I saw it. But after, again, doing my research on it, 
I'm like, maybe I'll try it, you know, and I did. And it didn't make me sick. It didn't necessarily make you feel like all euphoric, like some people talk about, but maybe I didn't age it long enough. I'm not sure. But the fact that it didn't make me sick at all and I felt fine says a lot, right? Because you, I mean, they tell us not to even defrost meat on the counter anymore. And I do it all the time. I leave my meat out on a regular basis. I leave my milk out on a regular basis. So the other thing with milk, um, you know, if you left store-bought milk on the shelf or uh, out, you know, on, on your shelf on accident, like you left it out for a couple hours, you would dump it out because you know that's bad for you and you would smell it and, it would, you know, it, it smells awful. Um, with raw milk, you can literally leave it out, and I have, for pretty much forever. And it will never make you sick. And in fact, it might even be better for you because of all the bacteria and all that stuff growing it. But it gets sour. It gets a little funky. But honestly, sour milk is one of my favorite things right now. Sour milk with a little bit of uh, maple syrup is freaking fantastic. I actually buy extra milk that I'll leave out for longer so that it gets to that sour point and then mix it with my syrup. And it's like this almost like yogurty sweet. It's so good. Sounds good. <laughs> so good. And it freaks people out because they're like, oh my God, how can you do that? But again, it's it's a process to get me to get here, to get you it's not to get the body here. The body can do it from right away, but to get your mind to that place where you're just like you just understand nature, right? And all this brought me closer to God because you know, when you look at all the stuff we're being taught, that's nonsense. Because this is nonsense, like this whole being afraid of germs and being afraid of raw meat and 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 you know, all all this stuff, and you gotta have pasteurized milk. It's just this whole like disconnecting ourselves from nature, disconnecting ourselves from ourself, you know, relying on, you know, some some industry to feed me, you know, vitamins. Oh, you got to have your vitamins. I don't, I don't do vitamins anymore. I don't do hardly. I'm, I like no products anymore. Like there's zero products in my life that I can think of offhand other than occasionally soap when I wash my hands, if my hands are especially dirty, but not when I shower. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff. Like I haven't. I did that a long time ago. I stopped, you know, deodorant. I don't wear anymore. Like it's, and again, I don't smell. And people that have been on tour with me, I remember going on tour, uh, even when I eat kind of crappy. So I guess it's, it's hard to say it's, if it's completely diet related, but I do tend to, I've always tended to eat healthier, but I'd wear the same shirt. This boy hits car shirt. I wore my entire tour for, with uh, Taproot two months, never washed it once. And I would have people smell at the end of the tour. I'm like, tell me, tell me this, tell me that what this smells like. And they're like, wow, it actually doesn't smell bad, you know? Because when you put garbage in, garbage is going to come out. Yeah, absolutely. Right? You are what you eat, man. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's, you know, and when I do eat crappier, I do tend to smell a little more, right? So there is a balance there. And so if you just, I don't know, it's a simple idea. Like people are, oh, healthy. It's almost like this stupid word now, right? Oh, you eat healthy. You try to eat healthy. It's like, I eat healthy because I want to live a long time. And live a good life and get old and be able to wrestle my kids when I'm 80. I still want to be able to do jujitsu and get on the mats when I'm 80, 90, 100 years old. You know? And what, what breaks us down is eating crappy food. You well, know? There's, there's also something to be said about what you just mentioned about being closer to God, like living within God's natural order. You know, it, it's it's worth it just for that. You know, you, you you're more in tune. And, and your intuition can be more honed. And, you know, when you live within God's natural order, and, and I feel like our society today is based on the inversion of God's natural order in every single way. And, and that's what shuts down people's intuitional ability to, to, to just know things. Um, and 
I mean, takes away common sense altogether. You know, our society is, yeah. is where it is in a lot of ways because of uh, people being so disconnected. You know, so a couple of the, we have a couple of questions here from that from our from our fans watching. Um, so first guy that Marshall, um, hit me up on Instagram. I'll send you some stuff, right? If you want to learn more about the primal or, or the raw diet, right? And then um, the other one, uh, I think Kiko maybe just asked about. Um, just said uh, it, she tried carnivore. I think it's a girl. Um, I could be wrong, but if you tried carnivore and you cut out your gas output, um, there's a there's an adjustment period, right? When you first do it, your body's used to feeding on carbs all the time, right? But as you do it longer, your body adjusts to what you're doing, and then then it kind of balances itself out, right? It might take six months. It might take a while, but the, the overall benefit over time is worth it, right? And you look at, like, Sean Baker. Sean Baker's been doing this since, like, 2017, I, want, I think. And the guy's, a, the guy's an animal. He's a beast. He's breaking, you know, his own personal records all the time. So if a guy like that, and he's doing it cooked, he's doing it just, you know, normal, like a normal person. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so to say it cuts your out, that's what people will tell you. And that might get in your head a little bit and you might feel it a little bit because you're not used to it. But the more you do it, um, it seems to be just, you know, the overall benefits too. Like, I mean, unless you're like, yeah, it might cut your gas. Maybe it does, you know, maybe that your body style says that. But I mean, unless you're competing at the highest levels, what do you care? You know what I mean? You want to live longer and feel better and have more mental clarity, then then do it. You know. So for me, also the part of it, uh, cutting out the carbs and just the nonsense food. And again, not not even that carbs are bad. What's funny is when you really get into this stuff. Because I used to think gluten was bad for us. I used to think you know sugar was bad for us, and you got to watch you know all this stuff. And salt, I, I was always questioning on, like, is salt good or is salt bad? But when it comes down to it, salt's from nature. Sugar's from nature, right? Uh, bread is from nature. What's bad in there is your, your glyphosate, your chemicals, your pesticides, your preservatives, your all the nonsense, all the, your artificial coloring, all that stuff that's in this, right? All so the inversion of that natural shit. Yeah. So they're telling us, and so, the, you know, anything the media tells you is there's a lie in there somewhere, right? So they're telling us sugar is bad for us, right? And I was, I was on board, dude, with that. I'm like, so I've cut out sugar and I felt great. But at the same time, when you cut out sugar, you also cut out preservatives. You cut out all the stuff I just named. So that's what's making you feel better. Sugar in and of itself isn't necessarily bad for you. Now, again, to find a good source of sugar, that, that, that's, you know, that may or may not be difficult. I'm not sure. Like the, the processed white sugar. There's some people that say it's fine for you. Some people that say it's not good for you. You know, um, raw honey. Cheap, maybe that's about it. It's good for the body. Like do normal doses. You know, it's hard to say though. I mean, again, yeah. it's it, like when when you go to like the when you like the the Hadza um, tribe, they'll they'll eat all sorts of like raw honey, right? Again, but that's na natural, right? That's honey's better than sugar. Natural source, honey's right? sugar. Okay. Raw honey is definitely it's. I would not compare that to the right. at all to the sugars of like right. Captain Crunch cereal or oh for sure or, or a gummy bear you know it's yeah it's but again it's, even that even Captain Crunch cereal and gummy bears that's it's not just the sugar though you're you're getting your packages and all this nonsense right sure. so right. my point is not so much like I'm not saying sugar is or is not good for you I think it's necessary because even when you eat like carnivore your body will convert. Um, through gluconeogenesis, your you know all the protein it, it turns it into sugar because glycogen rather because that is energy, right? Sugar is energy. 
Um, so it's fat, right? So these are things that are necessary for the body, potassium, sodium, uh, magnesium. These are things that we need um, in our bodies. But most of, most of these things our body can convert anyway, right? We have this great alchemy in our body for almost everything as long as you feed yourself the right things, you know? And, that, yeah, and it seems D3. to be meat. So I think like D3 magnesium supplements sometimes our crops don't have a lot of that in there. Right, they don't have a lot of magnesium stuff like and that's not the only supplements i'll probably take you know yeah and i mean supplements like, can be good for you if if you're eating a certain way that doesn't give you the stuff that you can get or, or, I don't or think get naturally was. right i think i'm almost on the car where i just sounded like just sides are boring and tastes like shit you know and right. I, 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 mean, I was like oh two burgers uh instead of no sides i'm always just like i i just i'm naturally drawn towards it i think so i, I eat similar but I, I, I do both. I wish I was as strict as you, and I'd probably pick your brain later on that. That's cool. like I think like you. Have, like, I need to get to that level. I need to get to like to be honest. I need to get to that level. But I, I, I eat maybe like I don't know three fourths healthy though. Yeah, Ish. yeah. It takes time, man. I mean, it, it was a struggle for me for years, you know. Um, and and how much human milk? I want to only drink human milk from now. <laughs> Cambodian, <laughs> American. <laughs> yeah. So it just took me a point to where I just understood pretty much everything from the grocery store is nonsense. I might get some fruit there here and there. It's I'm, I'm not pure carnivore. I'm not pure carnivore by any means, yeah. um, but I have done it and, and I, I liked it. And I'm 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 keep wanting to go back by the milk. I don't know. There's an argument is milk carnivore. So milk, I guess, is carnivore, but it doesn't really put you in ketosis because it's got lactose, right? Which is a sugar, Fair. right? So I I, I, I like. Keto, then, I guess? Well, I'm not keto. That's the thing. I'm not okay, keto because of the milk. milk. Yeah, because of the milk and the syrup I, I do. And syrup, sure. there's an argument. Syrup's not necessarily natural because they do process it to make it. What kind of syrup? Just maple syrup, pure maple oh, syrup. Okay, yeah, it's fake, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, not not the not the nonsense syrup, but it's, it's slightly better, right? It's it's. Kiro's like probably real. I, yeah, Kiro's syrup probably real. Loud. Yeah. So I don't know. There's there's so many ways, but again, it's not about perfection. It's about more. I mean, if I tell anybody anything, it's just start cutting out the nonsense. You know what I mean? Box, as much nonsense anything. as you can. Yeah, yeah, the boxes of stuff. The and just work out. I mean, I mean, really, if you you could be honest. If you're like young, you can honestly eat like trash if you work out. Still, you know what I mean, but like I think like as you get older, you probably it's probably more important. You know I mean, like as you like, I'm in my 30s now, my 20s. You know what I mean? but I'm saying. So that's a th that's a funny yeah. thing that people do, right? What you just did. Like when you're young, you can do these things, and when you're old, you got to start taking care of yourself. Like at what age is that? Uh, when you get scared, you know, I'm, I'm like, oh man, I, gotta, I wanna be 50, bro. I'm like, I'm like in my late 30s, but so, man, I hope right. I'm 50 something, you know? But right. I need more water and shit. I don't know. I, I so, just, so, so, you know, so, like, I, I, I've asked my, like, I ask people this too, like, at what age do you need coffee? Oh, God. When you hit the workforce, probably. Right. But then people think they need coffee, right? Because it's such a deep part of our culture. I don't right? drink caffeine. I don't drink that stuff. Well, it's not, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not putting you on the stand. You know, this is just a question <laughs> for kind of everybody. That's funny. That's <laughs> right. And so most people think coffee is a, like an absolute necessity. Like when I talk about health and I go into all this stuff and people are like on board and then I start talk about cutting out coffee and they're like, how dare you tell me I can't drink my coffee? And you can, you can do whatever you want. Right. Yeah, These are just suggestions. But again, for me, somebody is profiting off of all this stuff. You know what I mean? Somebody is profiting off you with everything you buy, whether you're well, coffee you're... slave made. I mean, they they did. Uh, I mean, you could Google Starbucks Brazil slavery. I mean, and it'll show up like like all this stuff, like like pretty much they, they, all that stuff slave made. They say like, they're like fucking do it, you know? And all these guys are like, okay, whatever. you know, it's like they, I mean, that's pretty much how all coffee's made. And then and then you like go to Starbucks and you like have to guess like the gender and and which kind of gay they are. You know, that's how I feel like Starbucks. I'm like, I'm like ah, was that a lesbian or just a gay dude? I don't know. Anyway, uh, thanks. You know, I don't know what to call him, but I'm just like, I don't know which one. I never know which one it is, you know? But, uh, 
That's, that's coffee to me. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> waiting wait line forever to talk to a lesbian that hates me. I'm like, no, thanks. Like, I'm like, just like, that's, that's what coffee seems like, man. I'm not. Yeah. I smoke way more weed, you know. I'm more, so again, yeah, as I tell you, like uh, the media will tell you all sorts of stuff. And again, part of the media's job is to get you hooked on all this stuff and make you think it's good for you, right? Coffee is one of those things that it's a billion dollar industry, yeah. Right? And people drink coffee sleep. all the time, right? So, you know, they I so and I look at it as like you ain't profiting off me if I can help it. You know, I don't want that anymore, right? I I, I was a slave to the system for far too long, and I'm still a slave to a degree. But I want to separate myself as much as I can. Did you drink Surge when you were popping off? Because I was a big drinker like in the nineties. Like, Sir, I've I've drank all the nonsense, dude. I I've, I used to, I mean, Mountain Dews all the time, dude. Because you're you're like you like you guys were like blowing up and Surge was big. I just didn't know if you guys were like drinking. Surge. Yeah, Surge, Jolt co- or Jolt Soda, soda. Yeah. all that yeah. nonsense. Poison, yeah. Like my parents just bought that shit. I just drank like a case. I was like a fat kid with a bowl. I just drank cases of that shit. You know, I was just, like dumb. You know. Yeah, like, I I did the same thing. I worked at a convenience yeah. store, dude. I had so much. I basically. Sorry, but free access to, <laughs> to sorry to my previous uh, employers, but yeah, free access to sodas, free access to whatever drinks, and they'd get new drinks in, and I'd try them out, and I, you know, I was yeah. drinking Mountain Dews all the time, you know, all the time, and all that yeah. stuff just it's just so bad for you, you know. I just drink, and, I just drink water. I most I drink sodas like a treat every once in a while, but I mostly drink water or like alcohol. Like, I mean, if I drink alcohol, it's not beer; it's like tequila. You know? Yeah, I feel like our parents' generation didn't even question any of these food products that were introduced yeah. during their lifetimes. And they didn't even question these food products when giving them to us as children. They just, they just thought, Oh, they're selling them to us. They must be totally fine. And so I feel like we grew up like eating fucking McDonald's and drinking soda and, and, you know, and it, it's really been, our generation that's this, you know, at a certain point in time started questioning, like, this shit can't be good for you. What the fuck's in it? What's that do? You know, following the the trail of, of information. And, and it's just, it's just crazy to me when I think back to my childhood and what my parents and grandparents were just giving me as a kid, you know? Yeah. Dude, same. My mom's chocolate, like sick and Chocolate cheap. milk and gummy bears, like, like, like fucking... On tap, you know, dude. My, my mom's like sick, like really scrawny from like being sick, and eats like Cheetos and Oreos, and it's like, what the fuck? It's always like, I mean, I'm just, I, I mean, I just want to like be like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, it's like if I was in that situation, I'd just be only like just consuming like protein and water, whatever the fuck. I, you know, it's like, and she, I'm not, she's way further now, but like, there's a time I'm about, to, I you just want to shake that little lady, like, what are you doing? Like Oreos isn't a food group. That's you know, right. when, you look, when you look at our culture, okay, I, I just switched. Can you guys still hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when you look at our culture and just like the, the path we're on, people are just more and more sick, right? We're supposed to be the best country in the world, right? We have all this access to healthcare and information and all this stuff that's supposed to be good for us. And yet we're getting sicker and sicker. You know, heart disease is up, cancer, diabetes. And then you, and, and so, so another big moment for me was when I, I, I looked at like the top cause of disease, you know, death uh, mortality in, in the states and it's you know again it's like diabetes heart disease cancer right and then you look at some of these uh tribal societies that have no no access to any of our stuff not, not our health care but also not our food and they don't have any of this stuff right they don't have cancer 
right? Which we're kind of taught is like human condition. It's just part of being a human. It's just a mistake from the body. It's just what it does, right? No heart disease, no diabetes, no, no depression, no anxiety, right? They just live their lives, right? And that's part of it, right? So, okay. So that's okay. They're out in the bush. They're, you know, they're living out in nature. So, okay. I can understand that. But then you go back a hundred years from uh, ago, to like the early 19, like 1910, uh, late, late 1800s and heart disease wasn't even on the, on the, in the, like the top 10. I mean, same yes. thing with cancer. Yeah, yeah, people got a really weird shit back then, like, like you know, like really weird shit. Like, oh, yeah, like, tuber- like they were dying of like tuberculosis and stuff. They were dying from because yeah. they were dying from things like that because the basically the way the world was, they were just feeding us even more nonsense back then, right? Even more, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, even more nonsense was in our food and in our everything, right? Spraying Fair. DDT in the air, right? Like all this stuff, our, our crops just while people were just out there in the fields, right? Just spraying DT, DDT on there. Like, oh yeah, it's fine. You know? So you just go through it and it's the same story, just different, right? So now now they tell us it's not, it's just a natural human disorder, right? We just get heart disease. You just get cancer. And then you look at maybe what we're doing to ourselves is what's causing cancer and what's causing heart disease, you know? And it's sad because people just look at it as like, oh, I got cancer. Now I better go to the same people that made me sick and tell them to try to heal me. Pay him, pay him hundreds of thousands of dollars to poison me. Yeah. Dude, no, I can't believe people don't see that. I can't believe people don't see that. I have no idea how people don't see that. Like, you, like, you, you guys are like the only people. Like, it's very rare that people see this, like that I talk to. Like, it's like, it's like weird. I'm like, I'm like, how the fuck? They, like, they have like demon statues outside. Like, what the fuck? You doing? It was like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, they have serpents everywhere and like fucking like, I mean, and, and like, and, I don't know. And like, me- modern medicine's like sorcery. It's just, you know, that's all it is. It's just sorcery. Well, it's all, it's all, it was all built by fucking Rockefellers. So they're completely hijacked by the medical, uh, by the, by the Rockefellers, right? Like, right, they, right. like you're looking at history and it's, it's just crazy, you know? And then you try to speak to this to, to like pe- normal people and you go, you say, it and they're like, oh, that you're crazy. And they're like, even bring up like fluoride. Fluoride's bad for you. What? No, it's not. It's good for your teeth. Yeah, I don't use fluoride on my toothpaste. And you look into it, and it's like you really look into it—not just the, the most apparent stuff they'll, they'll say to you, and which is it's good for you, it's good for your teeth. And here's why we know: we added in 1953, whatever it was. It's like no, it's a—it's it, if I, I don't remember exactly what it is, it's, it's some byproduct of nuclear waste. It's nuclear waste. It, no, it's a, it's a waste, a chemical waste byproduct for sure. Yeah, it's, it's illegal to take fluoride and just dump it on the ground. Yeah. Right. But but yet no, you can put it in the drinking water and and in toothpaste though. You know that's exactly. fine. It's essentially it's a hazardous waste, right? That is expensive to get rid of on its own, so they just right. feed it to us instead. So they sell right. it. They they sell it to, to, back to us to consume. Yeah, you know. Like, just, and then it's easy to go. No, it's not. But then look on your toothpaste, everyone that's listening. Look on your toothpaste toothpaste bottle that has fluoride in it, and there's a little warning on there that says anything more than a normal amount of if uh, more more than a normal amount used to brush your teeth is swallowed, call poison control. Right, and it's like a pea size, a, yeah, a pea size dab of of toothpaste. If you swallow that, you're supposed to call poison control. But just keep brushing your teeth with it. Yeah, and let's make it taste like candy so the kids eat it, like I did when I was a kid. I used right. to eat all sorts of toothpaste. <laughs> I, I use like this, like I use this, like chili this chili mouth toothpaste that has dope for it, and then like. I, I, they, they were like a sponsor at one point and then and like uh, they sponsored a couple episodes of me but like 
So like I, I liked it. I, I liked it. he didn't have Florida, and I'm like, what the fuck? Send that Florida, and, like, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I made a point to not do that. I'm like, uh, okay, well that's what I've been using lately. That and like my, my wife's not big on that too. She, but I'm still, I mean, it's in our water supply, it's in our plastic. I mean, it's in so much stuff. I'm still getting it probably. Yeah, that's but why I don't drink water. I'm not rubbing on my tongue, my tongue though, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another little tidbit for everyone is I haven't drank water in I think almost two years. You haven't drank water in two years? How the fuck do you, you what do you drink? Just milk or what? Pretty much just milk, yeah. Don't you don't you drink uh some kombucha or juice here? I drink kombucha every once in a while and uh, coconut water every once in a while, but it's not that often. It's uh, that's most of my hydration. So again, also part of the again, I don't recommend it for everybody because I don't I don't know what it would do to the average person that's eating the, all the nonsense in this world. But um, you know, eating raw food is hydrating, right? There's a lot of moisture in there. Okay. Eating my raw butter and eating my raw eggs and drinking my raw milk. You make your own butter too? Uh, I don't make it. I still get, I get it from the Amish. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. No, all, all that stuff, everything I eat is pretty much hydrating me. No, it makes sense. I mean, that's just interesting, though. It's like, uh, yeah, man, that, that would terrify me not to drink water. But I, I, I guess if you do it for two years, it's working. You know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I do jujitsu on a regular basis, and I don't drink water during class. I don't drink water right after class. I wait till I get home, and I just have some milk and, 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 and like, some meat. Mm-hmm. You know, I've actually done it. I did a three-day just come home fucking sweating and parched, and you're just like, oh, milk and meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's funny is I'm not thirsty, right? Like it's it's almost like it's a habit that they want you. Like who tells us we need so much water? They do, right? We've been told this all our lives. Like you got to drink eight, eight eight cups of water a day or whatever it is, right? And people drink up to a gallon of, of water a day, right? And you're told to drink more and more. Why? Because it's poison, dude. What uh, percentage of your of your groceries are from the Amish? Uh, pretty much all of it. Amish are a farm. That's I smart. Yeah, I eat venison. I um, I have a my brother in law um gets me some deer every year, and I'll get um he actually gets me some fish as well. He goes out um uh, fishing on the sea somewhere. That's yeah, I thought, dude. That's smart, man. You probably yeah. I mean, you look healthier than both of us. I mean, you're working probably, so it's like yeah, I'm 74 years old. <laughs> 74. You are old as fuck for how young you are. How old are you again? I'm 46. Yeah, you do not look 46. You look like you're 15 or some shit, man. That's crazy, man. <laughs> I look older than you. You know, I look like a fucking old ass dude already. You know? There's something to it, man. I mean, it's not, it's not so much about, I don't, you know, how I look. I mean, I'm, I'm appreciative. I'm grateful that I'm, you know, I still look younger, but, uh, you know, it's more about how I feel, dude. No, that's important. And that's your longevity and stuff. I mean, cause yeah, I mean, if you the case, Lord, I don't think anyone can really live past 120 in this, in this current cycle. I think they have, but I don't think, I mean, I think they have in current, I mean, well, that's I mean, right. I'm, I'm shooting for 120 at least. I think that's I think that's what we're seeing right now. I think that's the record. I think mean, that's what we're seeing in this like current cycle. I think we have so much pollution, thin air, bullshit, you know, whatever else, you know. But I think like I mean, Methuselah was like 800 <laughs> years old, you know. I mean, that's I mean, and, and and I mean, I believe a lot of that shit. So I mean, I think like at one point we're a lot of live longer. But I think we're in some evil cycle. I think we're in, like the, the natives call it like Kali Yuga, like your cycles, and then, and like we we call it the end of the fucking world, you know. But I think yeah, like right. that's, I mean, that's kind of what it seems like a revelation. It seems like revelations of Cal Yuga. I'm not going to get too fucking on that. But, but I mean, it feels like that. I mean, it feels like we're in a time of reckless evil, you know. That's what it seems to be like. It does seem that way, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's no there's no denying it, dude. Half my songs that I've released in the last few years have all been about this being the end times. I mean, it's fucking. It feels like it. I mean, it feels like it. I mean, and a lot of the things are winding up a little too conveniently. I mean, a lot of the revelations versus. 
I'm like, I mean, as a kid, I'm like, man, would it be cool to live through Revelations? Like, as an adult, I'm like, I don't know if I want to. You know, like, I don't know. If... <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I hope I get beheaded for being a Christian in the beginning, you know? So, so it's, it's, I mean, so at the same time, though, you have this awakening of people like me and people like you guys that are starting to see that there's, you know, we, we don't have to live in what, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, the, the whole idea of the, this is the matrix is kind of becoming kind of cliche at this point. Right. But it does seem to be like the matrix, right. We are just feeding the system. That's all we do, you know, and, and, and it's from a young age, you know what I mean? All the, all the BS food, you know, the birthdays and the, every, every event, like try to have a birthday party, Sean, for your, you know, for your daughter, try to have a birthday party without cake there. Right. Yeah. You'll be lynched. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try to have any major event without cake or, or some sort of nonsense. Right, it's part well, they of our create, they create holidays just to fucking shove sugar and process shit down our our kids' throats. I mean, yeah. there's so many of them you can't even fucking. And everyone everyone gets sick in the wintertime, and we blame it on you know the the cold, which doesn't really make sense. It, I mean, what makes more sense is well, I don't know Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, right? <laughs> All in a row, right? Shoveling candies, cakes, and pies down your down your gullet for fucking. That's a great point. I've never linked that. That's a great point. Yeah, and it's constant. I mean, it's more and more months that you just have more and more nonsense to give us, right? And so, so it's not just the you know, it's not just the food though. It's it's everything we consume, right? It's it's the TV, the Netflix, you know what I mean? It's it's the Instagrams, it's the pornography, right? Pornography is one of the most insidious things that we deal with as men, you know, and and and, and seems to be women too these days, right? Like both are, and I think men more so to be honest. I just it just seems that way, right? Well, men are, men are visually stimulated. Women, are, women read books and stuff. They're, they're like words. Women's, women like words and shit. And dudes are just like titties, you know. Like that's like we're back visually. You know, it's like we're just different creatures. But it it, it affects the way we 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 think about women. You know, it affects the sure. way we deal with women. It affects the way we have sex with women. And so it's like, well, programs you have, I and mean, it, it, it like yeah. your parents didn't teach you porn up, did you? Know what I mean, like, yeah. I mean, that's how I feel. My parents never even brought it up one time, which is probably good, I guess. You know. But at the same time, it's like, but, but I feel like it's like, like, porn up. I mean, that was everything. And like, when you're 20, you're like, I mean, it made me a fucking asshole. I feel like this culture made me an asshole. It made me think you needed a blonde girl and, and a brown haired girl and be like, oh, I need like, two, five, two to five girlfriends at the same time. And it makes you like a fucking, like, like, evil piece of shit and like just ruining people. I mean, that's why I feel like such an evil piece of shit in my 20s just for my fault for that marketing. You know what no, I, mean? I hear you. Exactly. And, and, the, and, and what it does is it makes, it makes, sex a very physical thing right yeah, yeah it's yeah. just physical there's no spiritual there's no emotional connection it's just what can i get this girl to do or what can i do to this that's girl real. and how are we going to do it and and it's just it's it you know looking back and this is that's how i used to live my life and it's like sad right it's like sad looking it back when you, when you grow you, up it's sad yeah. you're like what the fuck I've, I've been married for i mean i moved with my wife for like eight years but i'm married for like two years i, I told you're different that's great like just the last like eight years. I mean, before that, I was just a and fucking idiot. I've like, been such. I've been a consumer of porn pretty much since a very, very young age. Probably like you know seven or eight years old. You know, from Playboy magazines and, and then later movies and all that stuff. And I just thought, what do they say? Men think about sex every like you know five seconds or some nonsense, right? And of course we do when we're, you know, surrounded by it and it's on all the you know not even just sex but just sexual content on everything, right? And as I've separated myself from it as best i can in this world it's like my mind has just changed so much it's absolutely nuts how much i don't think about sex you know well we're um, older too so we have more important values like when you're 20 it's all you care about 
I mean, I just wanted to fucking get fucked up and like chase well, see, Bond. Again, that that's what we think because when we were young, we were surrounded by sex, and as we're older, I'd be curious. I mean, I'm not saying we're not more sexually active younger, but maybe not, right? Like, well, it was more people. I I feel like you know, but not like yeah, you're right. I probably yeah, like yeah, because right. I mean, when you were younger, you were look watching porn all the time, just like me and just like every other young male. Right? Right. Well, so, well, yeah, we all Americans grow up. And then and then you're told to go out and have sex all the time, right? Like you're told yeah. to try to have sex and and all this stuff. Well, wait for marriage, but also have sex, right? Like, it's yeah, it's yeah, crazy. and don't get and don't get married was big. I mean, I was like my generation, like having kids and getting married seems like a bad thing when I was young. You mean like like your friends that like. Had a kid younger, like, oh, shit, oh, oh man, you didn't want to do that? It's like, you wouldn't have any money, you wouldn't have any fun. That's the way it was presented, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, but I see it now kind of differently. I, I think I'm, I'm probably at kids at some point, just, just the way I see the world now. It's like, I mean, now I'll probably be having them old, you know, but, but versus, like, people of my, my age usually having kids younger, you know? I think a lot of my friends did. Yeah, and I'm, porn porn has always been one of the biggest industries, right? And really so, nice. you know what I mean? Like, and they, they've been the front runner when it came to, like, you know, uh, you know VHS and then DVDs and all that stuff. They 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 drove those industries. Um, and then, yeah, and then the internet. You know, what I mean, porn on the internet like that's like huge, right? And now, what what's crazy when you really think about it is like porn on the internet's free now, right? Pornhub is free. All this stuff is free even since since COVID, right? Uh, Pornhub became completely. If I remember, right, it became completely free. It's about to monetize it. with OnlyFans. I think it is to a degree with OnlyFans. I think we're getting to the beginning of the monetization of porn again. But it, but for there was a dead period from like '98 to like I'd, I'd argue still like how music how music was with Napster and how like film was with like Netflix. Right. And like, like porn became free with Pornhub. So like, but they're just now making well, a lot of those people are probably. I, mean, I don't want to say that. Never mind. But uh, but uh, not, I think I think a lot of those people are probably prostitutes. You know, I'm not gonna. But see, but here's it. the thing though. Like, what's the so you, whether it's free or whether it's OnlyFans, the the cost is your soul, man. When no, it really comes down to it, that's why I don't do it. Yes, you know what I mean. The cost is is something. You know, what I mean, something about you is being they're they're taking something from you, right? And once you know, yeah, once you understand the agenda, they want us separated. They want us not to be close family. You know, close with our families, close with our, you know, like they marriage, want, divorce, they want the family divorce. unit destroyed. Exactly. But right? they don't. I mean, they basically fucking done it. I mean. We have to rebuild, and it's like it's great. I mean, I mean, you did a lot, and, I, and like I have to think a lot of porn stars for the show being like watched and listened and stuff. It's like in the early days, I had a lot of porn stars on, and they had big fan bases. So, I mean, I appreciate like a lot of it. Like, I, so I'm like conflicted when I think about it. That because I, I promote it kind of in a way where I have porn stars on, and people have a lot of problems. People will tell me they have problems with it. Yeah. Well, like I'm Christian, I, I feel like I, I shouldn't just judge somebody. You know what I mean? I feel like I should not talk to somebody because they're in a field I disagree with. I feel like I, I'm a beyond that. I think as a person. And we all, to where, like, I could disagree completely with your guys' beliefs and we can still be friends, you know? I think, I mean, that's Absolutely. just a conversation. But I'm saying, like, I, 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 I don't know. I feel like I, I have a lot to thank porn stars for. I mean, I, I was invited to AVNs, like, like last five years in a row, X-Biz. I'd never go. But, I mean, I was invited. I mean, I had press passes, all that stuff. I, just, I mean, so it's, like, it's been big for, like, the podcast industry, to be honest. But then, like, I get it. I know there's a lot of sex trafficking wrapped up and a lot of prostitution wrapped up and a lot of things I don't agree with. I mean, even even the consumption for I don't, I don't I don't partake, but I don't. I'm a little bit different. I'm not preaching where I judge people. You know, I feel like I don't so, want to tell people. So I look at it like this. I don't I hate the industry, but I don't hate the individual people that are participating in it because they're 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 as much of victims as, as us that had to watch that 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 watched it. Not had That's to watch point. it, chose to watch it. You know, but um you know, but this is the society we're in, right? People that smoke, right? They wouldn't smoke without all the advertising and all the cool people on movies smoking and all this stuff, all the drinking. Like now that I don't drink anymore, like I watch movies and it's like Every time there's 
a celebration, people are drinking. Every time someone's sad, they're drinking. Every time there's, you know, any anything going on, it's like, oh, let's go get a drink, right? And that's programming. That's programming all of us. Dude, everything is programming. Yeah. Our masters have been carefully constructing this reality for a long, long time, you know? And, yeah. and uh, you know, it, it's, it's, again, going back to the inversion of, of God's natural order in every one of these, like, subject matters. They've really flipped every single aspect of life on its head at this point. You know, it's, it's like we just live these fucking crazy lives that are so far removed from just the average guy living in the mountains like a couple hundred years ago, you know? Yeah. We have it good, you know what I mean? Like we're like the pamp- we're like the pampered circus bears of, of, of like this culture, you know. I mean, we, we have it we have it fucking good compared to like compared to any other time in the world. You know, I, I was I remember complaining to my wife about Hawaii, and I was like thinking, and I was like after I complained about going to Hawaii, I was just like I was like I just complained about something that could have never happened generations before, like how fast you got there, everything. You know, it's like I, and I still complain about. It. I couldn't imagine like just being like in the 1800s or even worse, you know. Well, that's what they want you to believe is that we've had the best time ever, right? But we're just in the in the biggest zoo and the safest zoo we've ever been in, right? But I, I like it, though, and I like it. I mean, I agree with you, though. And not saying there's not great things about this, right? There's some great things, but unfortunately, a lot of this has been twisted and we're, and we're being preyed upon. You know what I mean? We're being preyed upon yeah. by the big industries that want to just make us, again, just... Uh, um, you know, feeding and feeding the system instead of living our own lives and, and having good lives. Like we could have good lives. This, this whole place could be wonderful, you know, but dude, don't. dude I, I, I just recently got a, a text message from my mom and it was a picture of my great, great grandfather and his family standing in front of their little shack house in the mountains of Virginia. In the 1800s and it is so fucking cool and it is like like i would trade i would trade my life to to live that life any fucking day of the week dude so just you probably already did. what you probably already did we probably have multiple wives here you know like, like, i i mean i think that you know you never Possibly. know so so, so yeah like, like we have convenience right we have safety Right. But the cost of all this stuff that we have seems to be meaning. Right. Like we don't have meaning. We don't have real things to do in life anymore. You know, like I work a job. I love I mean, I don't love my job. I love that my job supports my family, but my job is a bunch of nonsense. You know, what I mean, it's not saving anybody's lives. It's not changing anybody's lives. Your boss is like watching this. It's like... <laughs> so it's like, you know, we, we should be doing things like in a small community that help each other out right we go hunting we bring back food for for our friends and family right we build up we build up a dam or we 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 reroute the water or we do whatever you know build a house for somebody these are meaningful things that connect us and make us closer to each other you know i mean sharing instagram reels is not meaningful you know i mean that doesn't really do anything it doesn't it doesn't satisfy your soul, you know, in yeah. any way, shape, or form. If if anything, it leaves you longing for more, you know. It's it's uh it's a dopamine hit at the at the moment, but it's truly meaningless. Yeah. I mean, I I, I live. I, I was fortunate enough that that when I was uh, seven, 
my I was, I was from California, but my mom married my stepdad, who was from Maine, and we moved to the middle of the woods in Maine and lived in a in a summer camp that was like a shack that was only meant to be lived in for like a couple of days at a time during the summer, but we had nowhere else to go, so we lived there for years. And you know, we had no running water, no bathroom, no shower. Um, you know, it was just a little one bedroom little little shack. It, no heat, no heat, no cooling. You know, we, we had we had a, a stove that we could just cut down trees, chop wood, and build a fire to keep us warm in the winter. But and I used to resent those days um, when I was younger. You know, like how could how could my mom move us out to, uh, to, to this situation? You know, and and the older I got, the more I look back at those years with appreciation and, yeah. and man I, I just living like that like just the simple day-to-day life of, of surviving without these modern distractions is so much more satisfying it, I, I would trade it I would trade it in a heartbeat yeah so, I it sounds wonderful I've never experienced anything like that you know not not to that level right like I I dream of that, you know. I would love to be able to do something like that, and also at the same time, it scares the crap out of me because that sounds hard as shit. You know what I mean, it sounds difficult, and yeah. can I survive in that? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's aspects of me that just really get excited about the prospect of just shedding all this nonsense that we do in this world. Like most of my day, you know, how many hours of screen time was I on the screen today? You know what I mean? Like four or five hours some days. I'm like, you know, and that's low. I try, I try to limit my screen time, and I hit four or five hours. Right. You know, I've been up to like nine or 10 hours. And I'm like, dude, that's a 24 hour day. And that's, you know, me sleeping eight out of 16 hours. I'm on my screen for 10 hours that day. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, no, so, we're just drifting. We're, we're, we're drifting further and further away from, from that, that real life, that natural life that we were meant to live, you know, and, and it, I, I don't know where we're headed, but it's not in a good place it's not in a good direction yeah and everything again just go back to the idea that they they just want us thinking that we need all this stuff that they they provide us right from from the medical industry you're talking about my health insurance earlier i don't use anything of my health insurance right other than maybe my dental right i go get my my teeth cleaned twice a year right that's the only thing i go for i mean i'm sure you'd use catastrophic if you like snapped your leg in half but that's i mean for for me that's that's how i live my life too i'm not you know when i when i broke my leg i went and they did surgery but that's about it you know yeah yeah i mean and again i just talked to a buddy of mine today who had smashed his fingers right at, at work uh, like years and years ago but and he had to get surgery and all that stuff and i'm i'm not saying our medical industry is you know bad right there are aspects of it that are corrupted Right. But the stuff they can do if you're in an accident is amazing. Right. Some of the stuff they do is amazing. But things like cancer that they're not really trying to cure. Right. You know, it's like that's where it gets a bit shady. Right. Where it's where it's more about the business of cancer than it is of cancer. It's, you know, of, of trying to cure cancer. Like how much money have we raised to try to cure cancer? And they haven't changed the cure since like the like the 70s. Well, and how many cures are there that get totally buried? You know, it's yeah. It's there, there are cures for cancer, um, be it like weird sound therapy or fucking bee venom or fucking Rick Simpson oil. There's there's so many different 
supposed cures that have cured many people, if they really actually were going for it and researching these things, I'm sure they'd be able to figure it all out. But I mean, they're creating the products that, that cause the cancer purposely to cause the cancer to then poison you further and charge you all the fucking money you have left in your life to do so. And then you die. Yeah. And, that's, <laughs> yeah. and that's the whole point, you know? Yeah, have you seen that document? I think I might send it to you. That Brzezinski business is a serious business, or uh, cancer is a serious. Ah, uh, Brzezinski cancer is a serious business. I don't think I saw it. Oh, dude, it's it's enlightening, man. I'm just basically this guy in Houston's been curing cancer since like the '80s, and uh, and they won't let him. He says that I mean he's gone. They've sued him multiple times. They've taken him to uh, like you know congressional hearings and stuff, and none of it is about the efficacy of his of what he's doing. Right. It's all about he hasn't followed the plan properly, right? They, he hasn't gotten approval for all this stuff properly because the approval process is a bunch of nonsense. And you see, it's, it's designed to it's designed to destroy real pop potential cures. I mean, yeah. And this movie lays it all out, right? And it's, it's all there for people to see. And it's just like it just makes you sick to your stomach, though, because there's kids that can't you know can't get the approval they needed to, get, to have this guy cure their cancer because of all the little you know, uh, roadblocks or whatever you want to say, um, that could get put in the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy world. Um, on that note, I should probably get going. It's <laughs> hey, in this show. Yeah. We go dark for two hours. Like good, good guess. I mean, it's interesting stories. So yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I feel like, uh, I think last time we, we talked, well, we talked on the phone, for a short period of time just recently because i had to go to play a show but before that i think we talked on the phone for like three hours or some shit yeah so, so yeah. before we go i do want to mention one thing i'd be i i feel because this is one of the biggest things i've learned during all this nonsense we learned with the pandemic and whatnot right so we're told germs germs will make us sick right and we, and this again makes us scared of each other and destroys our communities right like oh you're sick get away from me. I don't want to be near you when you're sick, right? Instead of taking care of the people that are sick, right? You're supposed to stay away from people. So that's, so the, and the, and what's the flip side of that, right? Again, with their stories, they always give you the, the main story. And then the flip side is supposed to be nonsense, right? Like it sounds like nonsense, which is spirits will make you sick, right? We used to think spirits made you sick, right? So those are two stories that we've got. Is it, it's either germs or it's spirits. And that's what you're given, right? And you go, yeah, germs, germs sounds right, right? Germs make you sick spirits don't make spirits clearly don't make you sick and we know that's true right or at least we think that's true so i'll give you this like what what's more likely to make you sick right these these germs that i just described earlier where i eat whatever you know i i, I eat bacteria i eat whatever I, i'm actually around sick people i've made some coffee in my face and i don't get sick right and it's not just because i eat healthy right this is when i've had little sleep and all this stuff i've tested this theory I, like i said i test things and this whole idea that germs make you sick is kind of nonsense. So what does make us sick is what they, what they say. They say it's like either too little of something, too much of something, or trauma. So too little of something would be, I don't have enough vitamin A. I don't have enough iron. I have an iron deficiency. I have some, something like that, right? A deficiency in your food. And then too much of something would be too much fluoride, you know, too much, you know, preservatives. Glyphosate. Right? Glyphosate, all that stuff too much of these things will make you sick. And so what does the body do to try to take care of itself, right? When you have a deficiency, it will give you signs of this deficiency so you can try to write it, right? But, but the real key part is what when you're eating too much of the nonsense, what does your body do, right? What are the symptoms of being sick, right? 
sneezing, coughing, puking, sweating, right? All these things are things getting out of you. Diarrhea, you know what I mean? It's getting things out of you. What Flushing toxins. Yeah. Flushing toxins. Flushing toxins, exactly. It's, it's a true, de- like we're constantly detoxifying ourselves all the time, right? And what, what is mucus, right? Mucus is this convenient little packet that it's stored that it'll grab this stuff in and help it get rid out of rid of it, right? When you get sick and you have all this mucus, your body is grabbing all that stuff and getting it out of you. Right? That's a theory. And that seems to be seems to hold a lot more water than this germ here. Right? And so that's one of the things that I've been exploring and seems to really seems to be true. Because I've been trying to get sick many a times all through COVID and after COVID. And not that I haven't been sick at all, because again, being sick is a healing process. Right? It's completely flipped the way I think of it. When I'm sick, I embrace it. I let myself, I don't take medicine in order to uh, suppress my symptoms. I want these symptoms. I want to be sneezing. I'm happy when I sneeze. I'm happy when I'm talking. You know, if I get a fever and I'm sweating, all that stuff, that is good for us. Right? So, what I tell, you know, what I would like people to take away from this part is embrace yourself being sick. Be happy with it. The only reason why we take symptom reducing medicine is because we have to go to work, right? That's the only reason why you really have to do it. It's like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that because we're stuck in this stupid world where we have to do these things, right? But if you can, stay off the medicine. That's what keeps this stuff inside you, right? And I was thinking about this the other day because um, someone had congested, right? And they were taking that mucus reducing whatever, right? So this, you, so think about the mucus thing. You have this mucus that it kept all this toxins in it, and you take this medicine to reduce it. Now all that toxin is just going right back in your system. Right. Right. And so it's a long subject. It's something I think about all the time, but you know, people are trying to say bye and I'm, uh, and I know you to get to bed, but I just a little plant a little seed, right? Look into this, right? Like what really makes you sick? Is it the germs or is it all the nonsense in our food and, and in our environment, the pollution, everything around us. Right. I think, I think you, you know, when you look into all of these different subject matters, enough you start to realize that the overall picture that's that's painted for us by our masters is complete bullshit you know so you have to question every single fucking aspect of everything you grew up knowing to be true you know yeah you 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 really got to find your own way because trusting that the institutional things that we've all been taught is is none of it's true Pretty much. So real quick, that last piece of this is people will always ask, well, I got sick at the same time as my wife. I got sick at the same time as this person. This person got me sick, right? So that happens many times in our lives, right? Your life, my life, you know, Anthony's life. But how many times did that not happen? Right. True. Right. Just as many times it didn't happen as it did happen. So then is that the only, is that the whole story there? So True. look into it. Just dig into it and, and start questioning all this nonsense. The 15-year-old man is pretty funny. I, I saw that That's on that note, dude. <laughs> That's the perfect day. We'll end there. Hey. Good talk, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love you back on again, Phil. Good to get on you. I'm going to get to you, Sean. Glad you're back on soon. Uh, God bless you all for watching, man. Uh, thank you all. All your dreams come true. And fucking thanks for listening. Let's talk about ourselves. Yeah, man. Good times, brother. Absolutely. Always a pleasure, both of you guys. See you soon. All right. All right. Bye.